So the uh, basically what you're looking at is the hot water uh, mm -hmm. will expand the razor, uh, cold water contracts it, and that's how you always end up with a really close shave. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show on what I like to call a Fezzy Live Read Friday. Uh, sit back, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to hear a tale from Fez Watley today, and it's a tale of corporate valentine. Um, if you don't buy all these things uh, for your girlfriend, your spouse, your mother, uh, your sister, and some of your little sister's friends, you're an awful person. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. How many live reads are you doing today, Fuzzy? I believe we have 11 today, Ronnie. 11 live reads, uh, all, I'm going to guess, based around this uh, day in February where you buy candy, uh, dogs, I think you have to get whistles. If you really love your girl, get her a whistle. A rape uh, whistle is the best thing to do. I love you so much that if you're raped, start whistling and let a stranger come closer to you. I, I don't even know where the rape whistle comes from. Now, uh, is the, I'm sorry, is that a whistle that only rapists can hear? No, it's not. Uh, oddly enough. Um, I don't know if rapists can hear. I actually think that most rapists, and I can't, I, I'm not 100% about this, it's just a gut feeling, it's just a prejudice, most rapists are deaf mutes. Um, or the old word that I used to love, I guess it's not politically correct to use the word freak anymore for anyone that is uh, a deaf and a mute, but I uh, believe that to be true. Uh, where was I before your funny joke? Uh, you didn't. You weren't sure where the rape whistle came from. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, let's suppose this. Suppose it's late at night. I hear uh, someone blowing a whistle in an alley, and I imagine the girl would be getting uh, raped in a dark alley. She starts blowing a whistle. Uh, I'm walking down Fifty Seventh Street. It's not going to occur to me. I've got to be there where that whistle's blowing. I would just be like, "Who's the dick with the whistle?" As I kept on walking along, going, I can't believe this diner's closed. It's fucking 2 o'clock in the morning. Why aren't they open? This is the time to sell eggs. So, um, rape whistles, I don't know if they work, but there's somebody who's made millions of dollars selling rape whistles. You and that fucker has gotten over on all of us. On all of us. If only they could make the whistle noise sound like the word rape. You know, like, rape, rape. I think that would just make me horny. Um, let's go over here to Jimmy. Jimmy, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, buddies. Yeah. I just have a quick question. Why don't you guys do the music openers anymore? I love Pepper's choice of music. We the do the house. music openers. What, what station are you listening on? Uh, 202. Yeah, we're doing it on the Sirius side, the 197. Sirius 197 still has them. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Eddie, St. Louis, Ron and Fez Show. How you doing, guys? Yeah. Uh, happy Friday. Uh, I'm just wondering if you... I love that term, happy Friday. That's right up there with got a bad case of the Mondays for me. I love both those phrases. What do you got for me, man? You're talking about black people, of course, by Mondays, right? Huh? No, not literally. Uh, I was just wondering if you guys think we got a good shot to beat the shit out of Canada and Russia in the Olympics this year. we got a hell of a line. Uh, can I just tell you something? And he's talking about Olympic hockey, Fez. Uh -huh. And right now, uh, starting tonight, 
I am the world's biggest winter uh, sports. I only pay attention every four years, but I'm be like, oh, come on, we got to win the slalom. Fuck, we got to win this slalom. Uh, Olympic hockey, this one's a guaranteed. Don't even fucking... But, uh, you remember we had the miracle on ice? Right. This is the lock on ice. We are going to lock this thing up and win it all. Exciting. Uh, it's a strong, strong day. I'm hearing from other people. They're not hearing the opening. It's the Sirius 197 still running the opening. I don't know what the problem is on the uh, on the XM side, but... Um, I'd be listening to Sirius 197. If you like openings, that's for you. So it's a, it's a way for everybody to enjoy the show the way they want to. Do you want to hear an opening, or would you rather not? Personally, Fez doesn't like music, so I don't want to bog him down with that at all. Don't ever even have a favorite song. No, nothing. Don't do not listen to music. You know what's uh, it gets mu- in my way, Ronnie. You know what's music to my ears, Fuzz? What's that? Rape whistle, especially the one that makes the sound rape like this. Rape, rape. You realize that's not a whistle sound at all that you're doing. Yeah, well, it's kind of hard to do, and rape all at once. Let's see. Let's see how you blow. Doesn't even know. Don't joke. Doesn't even get it. Doesn't even get it. Uh, Jack, Jack, you're on the run of Fuzz show. I have today's Ichiban. Uh, what do you got for me? Last night on 30 Rock, they made fun of Dave's alma mater, Monmouth University. Yeah, they did do a little joke about that, and I yelled out, Dave. Only I did it in a rape whistle voice. I did it like this. <laughs> well, I yelled out, Dave, so I said, Dave! There you go. Dave! Now we're all paying attention, and we got like a little show together, and we're a team. Um, they, I don't know. Did you watch the 30 Rock last night? The ending... Uh, where Alec Baldwin's character was so mad at his daughter that he took a fistful of pills and laid down in the street and died. I'm not going to, you know, I don't normally get moved like that, but it, it was touching. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, there was, and Fezzy, this one reminded me of you. It was the Parks and Recreation show. There's kind of a, a hero guy on the show that's like the good-looking guy. He's on, You know like Jim from The Office? They right. have their own Jim from The Office that's the good guy that everybody roots for. And he's with the cute girl and everything should go perfect. He had a Fez Watley Valentine where he gave her the pajama gram. He gave her the fucking... Every cliche Valentine gift. Nice. She's turned off to him, starts liking the other loser, and the rest of us now hate the fucking good guy. And it happened in a second, all because he gave her all the things that you're supposed to do on Valentine's Day, and it came off um, very dopey. So listen to Fez Watley if you want to, but uh, it makes me nervous. Dan, Florida, Ron Fez. And I got Ichiban about the Champions League. Um it starts up next week again, but the trophy is on a current U.S. tour, and it'll be at Nevada Smith's on Sunday in New York. Well, Nevada Smith's is a famous soccer bar in New York, and it's very small, and it's just packed with people spilling beer. So to see the Champions Trophy, uh, we got I got to get there for that. I just got to get in and see the trophy uh, because it's a trophy. And maybe I can get my picture taken next to it. Uh, Fez, this is kind of interesting. 
soccer slash American football news. Chad Ocho Cinco says now, if there's a lockout next year, mm-hmm. I'm playing pro soccer. So I want, he's not going to miss a payday, uh, according to him. I haven't been following this lockout. Let's go to uh, Sirius uh, 197 Sports uh, and talk with Red McDonald. Red, it's uh, what are the what are the chances that there is a lockout next year? The players are saying that the uh, chances are very high because um, obviously they don't want their contracts. They don't want a hard cap, um, which the owners would like. My some of the owners, not all. Some of the owners, you're right. But Ronnie B. Red McDonald says this: No way are you going to see a lockout at all. Everybody's playing. Here's why. Football Players Union is terrible. It's, it's the worst. It is so weak, Mr. B. That's that's A. B, football is different than baseball. Baseball's got guaranteed contracts, and guys have a much longer average career. If you're a football player, you're going to risk, you know, you might have an average of a three-year career. You're going to risk a year taking your pay? Most, I, I, and it's the oddest thing about football, but the, the average fucking lifespan of a football player is four years. Exactly. And that's why... Four years is their cutoff date for a lot of the rights and health benefits that you get. So a lot of these guys could be missing 25% of their career by taking a walkout. It's it's just not feasible. It's not feasible for the majority of these football players. I'll tell you something else that's not feasible. Ocho Cinco goes to Spain and plays fucking soccer. The guy's like 6'5". He would look ridiculous. Not only would he look ridiculous... He's not playing that sport. Spain has a fucking incredible league over there. Great, great players. You know, some of the biggest players in the world go to Spain to play. I don't even think Ocho Cinco could play in the fucking U.S. soccer. Someone needs to tell him just because his last name now is Ocho Cinco, he's not actually Spanish. And he's not going to be able to resist using his hands. He's a wide receiver. Well, he's resisted last fucking playoffs. That's for fucking sure. Uh, let's go over here to Jay. Jay in Dallas, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddy. Hi, Meredith. Uh, how'd your Eve on today? Yeah. Dallas uh, pretty much got the most snow we've ever got, ever. How much snow do you have? Twelve and a half inches. Our previous record was uh, a little under eight inches, and we got twelve and a half last night. Uh, you got twelve and a half inches in Dallas. I think D.C. now is at 78 inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 54 in... Um, in Philadelphia, it's a gigantic snow year. And even though we haven't had much snow all year, when it came, it all came at the same time. Yeah, and it's uh, there was an article that said we could have snow because there's another storm coming this weekend mm-hmm. uh, from Oklahoma across the U.S. where we could have snow in all 50 states. And I'm thinking, and I'm reading this over and over again. I'm like, are they checking Hawaii? Hawaii has snow. It does? Yeah. Up in the mountains of Hawaii, there's snow. I had no idea there was any snow out there on that tropical island. Yeah. Uh, when you go up to the top, there's uh, places there that it snows. Um, it's rare to get any in, like, Florida, but it does happen. I've seen snow in Florida. But, yeah, you know how they have those giant mountains there? There's mm-hmm. some fucking things where they'll take the kids up to see snow uh, at certain points of their life. Like, this is it. We're all going to go up there. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go to Sean 
in Albany. Sean, you're on Run Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, I'm down here in southwest Georgia, an hour from the Florida border, and it's snowing here, and it's not flurries. It's big, thick flakes. I, I made a mistake. I put you up as Albany. As yeah, Albany, Georgia. It's Albany. When you're in Georgia, <laughs> Albany is Albany. Uh, okay. And that's a rare thing for you guys to get snow, right? Yeah, incredibly rare. Oh. Uh, eight, you know, normally when it is, it's just a foot quick flurry that is just here and gone in 10 minutes. But this is thick flakes falling and starting to fall pretty heavy. All right. Uh, the world as we know it, I, and I think of what has happened, I saw them explaining this last night on the news, is that we've somehow, we're out of our orbit, and we're too far away from the sun. And it's just going to be snowing, um, super freezes, and... Soon all the crops will be dead. Joe in Winnipeg, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I got an Ichi bound for you, Ron. I'd like to hear it. Top military commander here in Canada of a base. Uh, accused of killing two young girls. Accused of uh, kidnapping and raping two other ones. And they're looking into his past to see where he came from and how many other girls... All right, so this is a commander in the Canadian Army, Fezzi, uh, raped and killed girls. Uh, this, of course, is historical. You know what this means, right? No. The first time Canada has won a war. So congratulations, Canada. Uh, from now on, you'll get this day off, uh, and there'll be small parades. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Jim in Jacksonville. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Uh, Ichiban for today. Uh, snow flurries predicted in Jacksonville after 1 a.m. So you staying up for it, Jim? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, Take it's good. And everything. It's very, very exciting uh, in any place in Florida uh, when it... Well, normally when it just... If they have any kind of freeze. The snow is uh, really big news. But during the freeze, uh, they will always show frozen strawberries on TV. These strawberries are freezing, and then the, it's a real big deal for everybody. It looks delicious, though. Um, Matt in Florida, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, we yeah. got uh, all the schools down here in Pensacola are uh, closed down due to the cold weather and the snow we should be having. Uh, what kind of weather do you have in there in Pensacola? Uh, well, yesterday it was a, uh, a terrible low of 40 degrees. That's when they decided to close it, but it's a little bit colder now. Um, so 40 degrees, you lived down there, Fez, for a while, right, in Pensacola? Yeah, yep. Never saw snow there, though. Never got that cold. Did you ever get last any in clear water? Last time it snowed in Pensacola was like 92 or 3. One time when I was a kid in Pinellas Park, Florida, we got snow, and we got flurries. And it was very exciting. That was the day that the schools were closed. Cause you, but, you, I mean, you had to, they were the tiniest of flurries. You had to really look for them. Uh, but, Fez, you have to remember this way. Snow in all 50 states. This is the end of humanity as we know it. Uh, first, we will lose our crops. Uh, I don't know. I'll just give you a hint what it's going to look like in two years. I don't know whether you saw the movie The Road. We're changing the name from the United States into just The Road. You're going to be going around killing people for uh, canned goods and then trying to stay away from cannibals. Well, you know, we can just keep people in our basement, though, right? And just eat limbs. Yeah I, guess, yeah, I guess there's nothing to stop you from keeping people in your basement and then just parting them out like cattle.
We'll get through this then. Yeah. Um, as I was thinking about you yesterday, uh, my nephew, Ben, who's five years old, in his school, stuck in the elevator. You're kidding. Mm -mm. It's happening more and more. Yeah, he was in there for 41 straight hours. You know, it's, it's up on the internet right now. You know, they talk about the infrastructure in this country, bridges, overpasses, highways that all need work. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the true infrastructure, the inside of the elevator. This is something that makes you a little nervous now, huh? Absolutely, and it seems like every day there's another story about an elevator getting stuck. Um, my nephew is five. He's in uh, kindergarten. So they test it, and he's quite the fucking character. I don't know whether you ever had this kid in your family, or you might, but he's constantly in a fucking costume where you'll get the family picture, and it's like three of them, and then Spider-Man. No matter what time of the year it is, it's always fucking Halloween. So he was tested for uh, being gifted, which I don't even believe in. I think it's a fucking huge mistake to try to get your kid into any gifted fucking program. All you're trying to do is cost them some easy A's and B's. He missed it by one uh, question. The question that he missed was, um, what is sticky and holds things together? And his answer was ectoplasmic residue. He fucking writes that down because he's obsessed and can't get out of his mind Ghostbusters. He just is watching these movies from the 80s around the clock. And, um, you know, he just fucking just sits there all day. Beckman, Beckman, Beckman. And I'm like, I don't know what these. I think kids are honestly getting crazier. But why would a kid give a fuck about the Ghostbusters so much that he's writing it down on a fucking school test? Um, on the true and false question, I think he said, it is true, this man has no dick. <laughs> now, did you ever have a movie like that that it was like, because kind of, he'll go from one, to, he was Speed Racer for a while, uh, of course he's Spider-Man a lot, but Ghostbusters is really obscure to me. I absolutely did. When I guess Batman, <laughs> Planet of the Apes, Planet of the Apes. I got so fascinated with they called they told you they called my mother and said he keeps walking around the school like an ape. I would do like a monkey walk, and he up and down the sidewalk to the classroom to the lunchroom. So you were one of the cool kids. <laughs> Dave, you ever have one of these? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Jaws, I was obsessed with as a little kid. Because you were afraid of it? I, I was afraid of it, but then I started to like be obsessed with my dad taking me fishing right. because I wanted to catch the shark. And my dad's like, um, this is a freshwater lake that's about 100, meter, like, you know, 100 yards in diameter. No sharks in here. No great whites. You know, I would love to change this whole thing from just stop calling it uh, childhood or children and just start calling them retards <laughs> because they're fucking flat ass out of their mind. Um, Mike in D.C., you're on Run a Fest. Hey, Ronnie, I got two things for you. What's that? First, uh, Bill Clinton is the newest member of the uh, Two Cent Club, 
And um, my wife has been putting on the show, The Millionaire Matchmaker. I've seen a few episodes of it now, and I was thinking maybe Fez would benefit from some uh, professional uh, help. You know, what she does is she's kind of a little bit of tough love, and she also... You know, I, I've seen that show, and I kind of feel like they make fun of, like, all the reality shows, the people in it. You know? Mm -hmm. I've seen that, too. Uh, it's less to... It's leaves They've asked to Mike Kaka to be on that show, too, and I'm like, if you do it... They're going to act like something's wrong with the Ron Bennington cupcake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to fucking play this game. I don't like just to give up. The, uh, the thing is, these people, they want to be on TV so much, they're like, make me into the asshole. I don't fucking care. <laughs> you don't want to be snooky. You know what I mean? That's right. not the whole fucking point. Patty gives every guy a makeover and makes him go to, like, a therapist or something. The, the show's really just ridiculous. Uh, she sends the therapists <laughs> before they go on their fucking whore date. <laughs> And it really is a horde date. Any, let, let's fucking set, say this from the beginning. Any setup date, any blind date is prostitution. And the only women that would do this are prostitutes. So I wish they would just take it from J date to what it is, whore date, and leave it at that. Gutter sluts. Yeah. It's basically gutter sluts going out there trying to get a free fucking surf and turf for themselves. And, uh, Fez, I don't want you doing that show. All right, I will stay away from it. I'm not going to, uh, or even their website, guttersluts.com. Where, where do you, uh, you actually would go on that show, and when they sent you the therapist, the therapist would actually know your first name. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Fez. Uh, have you fired your therapist yet? No, I have not. Mm. Why are you wasting money? Uh, Fez Watley, uh, I thought of you immediately with the Bill Clinton news stents. And I said a silent prayer that was, Dear Lord, please tell me that asshole doesn't have the TV on and is fucking watching this shit. Yeah, had the TV on Don't it watch most it. of the night and was driving myself crazy. Don't and do it. And could not turn it off, was obsessed with it, was just reliving my stents. And knowing what it's like to go into that cath lab, that very cold, cold, icy operating room, getting something run up your groin, and not knowing what was going to happen. It was absolutely awful. The worst part was they bring on doctor experts to talk about what Bill Clinton was experiencing. And this woman, that one of the women they had on MSNBC was just talking about... You know, if you just don't feel right, it could be, uh, and you have coronary heart disease, it could be something wrong. If something just feels a little off, maybe you should go to the hospital. And, I mean, getting completely away from chest pains. So it's like if you sneeze and you have stents or you've had a heart attack, this could be a reason to go to the hospital. And it was driving me nuts and my chest is hurt all night. Um, so why don't you turn that off then? Because it's like I kept wait. They kept saying they would have more information, and that got me hooked. And I wanted to hear more of what the president was going through. Ex president. I don't think you you'd say that though. I think Fez is right about that. That he's always the president. You talk about them as the ex president, and then if you meet them face to face, you can call them Mr. President. But you well, you have to. You can't say Mr. Ex right. President yeah. or Mr. Clinton. But you would say. You wouldn't say President Clinton's going to be here. You have to say ex-President Clinton. That's the way you're supposed to do it. No. 
President Clinton. Yeah. Well, well, which my, one of you guys is right? My journal- me, which Ron. one of you guys is right? My journalism, Mr. Mathers, teacher at Monmouth University, 30 Jerry. Rock. That's what they make fun of. Told That's like me. the dumb school. <laughs> he told me any president's ex. So, well, but so, do you refer to him that way? I mean, I understand yeah, you, he's you no longer the acting president. Right. You would never. Let's say Bill Clinton is speaking at Monmouth University. He's Why not, would he? He's not going to get introduced, ladies and gentlemen, ex-president Bill yeah. Clinton. No, I, I get that. But he's saying in front of him, you call him the president. Right. In front. But when he's not around, you call him the ex-president. If you're talking about him in third person. Let's suppose uh, if, I, if, if Clinton was coming here. Mm-hmm. What I say, what time is the president coming on our show, or what time is the ex-president coming on our show? You would say, what time is the president coming no. on the show? No, what you say, say, what time is the ex-president coming on our yeah, show? That's our big beef. And right then, when we he... all agree, when he gets here, hello, President Clinton. Absolutely. Right. Hello, President Clinton. Absolutely. But when he gets here, hey, by the way, is the ex-president bringing cigars, or is he going to stand back in the uh, well, run. fucking other room next to Pepper? Okay, Ron, say, you, you just said... What time is the president coming in to bring cigars? I'm saying, Jesus Christ, number 44 is coming in? Obama's going to be here? Rolling out the I fucking can see cigars? The, I can see the confusion that's, that's there. The, yes, that's but, what you say. But if you say President Clinton, I know who you're talking about. But if you say the president, if someone said the president is having lunch around the corner, I would immediately think Obama. I wouldn't think, oh, it could be one of the Bushes, could be Carter. But even like a couple of weeks ago with the Haiti relief and President Obama brought in Bush and Clinton to help out with the relief data, yeah. you saw in his speech Obama's going, I've asked Presidents Clinton and Bush to I, help. But, but, I, but I agree with that. I agree that when you, you only call them President Bush and President Clinton. But in the third person is what we're fucking yeah. discussing right now. Right. He, you know, ex-President Clinton had two uh, stents put into his heart. Not President Clinton. We're not in 1996. Uh, here is uh, Chris in Jersey. Dave, you're absolutely wrong. No matter what it is, it's President Clinton. I don't know what kind of education you got. It we understand that it matters. We understand his title is President Clinton. Yeah. But then Dave says when you are talking about him, you would say the ex-president. Yes. Or how many ex-presidents are going to be here. Exactly. Exactly. And we talk about... By the way, this will not be a big social faux pas for most of us. We won't have to deal with this. Remember, like in Amistad, when the one guy is saying, you know, nothing is as sad as an ex-president. He wouldn't yeah, say, I like, nothing is as sad as a president who's no longer in the office. Is, um, you know what I would say when I saw him? Hail to the chief and the chief, he needs some hailing. Uh, that was on TV last night. The two fucking ex-presidents were supposed to be Bush and Clinton running around the country. Really? Yeah, it's fucking hysterical. Um, let's go over here to uh, Matt. Matt, what is it today? Hey, Rod, I don't want to you know drag this out too long, but uh, it seems like you correct are. It is uh, former president. Well, former ex- president and ex-president. I was giving you short shorthand. Uh, I- I'll agree to either one of those. But Fez's point is, you're the president and always the president. Always the president. But that guy was basically saying what I'm saying. Yes, that's a little bit more respectable, you know. So if I said to you, Fez, the president is going to be at Sirius today, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think Obama? 
You would uh, think it could be anybody from Carter on? Yeah, I would think it could have been any of them. You, what this you, is crazy. Well, that's how, one how of the few crazy things about it. Yeah, but how could you possibly think that? And <laughs> that there's a kind of a point there, Fez. <laughs> that if I said the president's going to be here, you wouldn't immediately think Obama. I would probably say which one. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. And that's a waste of time. <laughs> You don't think Jimmy Carter if Ron said the president's going to be here. You would not think Jimmy Carter. Um, I would bet Jimmy Carter would be here to build new studios. Uh, Bill and, and Canada, you're on Ron Fez. Yeah, how are you today? Yeah. 20 below. Hey, what, what is uh, Bill Clinton president of? I'm from Canada, and uh, I don't understand. He's pre I thought Obama was president. What's he president of? Uh, Fez, why don't you explain this to the Canadian? He's president of the United of States. But who's Obama? He's the, he's the current president of the United States. But Bill Clinton is not the president of the United States. No, but he is oh. still referred to as President Clinton. No. Third person or in familiarity. All right, let's do that this way. The Giants are champions, mm -hmm. but they're not the champions of the NFL. They're the champions of that year. Yeah, that's exactly it. So you don't bring them out. And you said, ladies say, and gentlemen, right, you could say, you know, the former champions, yeah. Giants are here. Yeah. You know, you could say Phil Simms, former Super Bowl MVP champion, but, but you're not going to say he is the MVP. That's Drew Brees' title now. You wouldn't do it with the 2009 Giants because that's basically a different team. Not but everybody's changed, but, but it's a different team. Let, let's, uh, I so much like former. Better than X. Okay, that's fine. Then I want to start doing this. This is my former wife. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the ex-wife thing never sounded nice. It keeps it the classy. The former wife it makes it seem like, um, you know, everything's okay now. And she had her day in the sun. That's kind of the way it sounds. Uh, Ryan in Texas. You're on Run of Fez. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Okay, um, the... Um uh, I'm a journalist, and of course, like two fucking radio press. shows. Oh, that's a, mm. go type something. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the rule is is you call them former president. Like if it was Bill Clinton, you'd say former president Bill Clinton. Uh, on second reference, you would say uh, Clinton. Uh, as far as uh, current presidents, you say President Barack Obama, and then on second reference, you'd say uh, President Obama. That's totally depending on who you're writing for. The New York Times would always write Mr. Clinton. They would never write Clinton. But no, the New York Times you, you, write Clinton. You, you caught a guy fucking agreeing with you, and you've uh, slapped him down. <laughs> he was on your side. No, he was saying always say Clinton after the second reference. But I, he said former. You referred to them as a former, and the other one's the president. Yeah. Cody in Indiana, your manifest. All right, I have a simple explanation for why Fezzi takes this extra step. Uh, Fezzi, if I were to say the president is coming to town, you would say which one, correct? Correct. Okay, now, if I were a server at a restaurant and I said, what kind of soft drink would you like, what would you say? I would say I would like a Coke. And then I would say what kind, right? And then I would specify Dr. Pepper or a Mountain Dew, whatever. Because where I grew up, every soft drink was just considered a Coke, and then you specified. Uh, and do they still do that? No, they don't still Thank do that. You. No, they've been corrected. Things have changed. Yes, it's not even worth going back to. Educated people moved in <laughs> from the north, and fucking it took over. <laughs> and oh boy, did they down there in Florida! I mean, anybody who's got money in Florida wasn't born there. It's sad. Pete Townsend's like making fun of Miami now, saying it's too hip. 
and too in for him now. And he's like, I liked old Miami better. And and that and and our Super Bowl uh, concert would have went over in old Miami. Uh, here's Hard Rock Johnny. Johnny, how are you, pal? Good boys. How are you? Says, what about someone who won an Oscar? They're always an Oscar winner, or is it former Oscar winner? No, it's a, your Academy Award winner, Robin Williams. Yeah, I agree with that. Your Academy well, Award winner, Ben Affleck. Yeah, that's true. Oh, God, that's just fucking if, ridiculous. He, he didn't write the script. Years ago. What's that? What if he won it five years ago, and someone else is now the one? Is now the yeah? I don't current. think that. See, I don't think that matters as much because you're not a reigning champion in the Oscars. It's like being. Um, uh, joining an exclusive club, not holding a championship. Right. But that's like... Where the president is an ongoing thing. You have job uh, descriptions and titles. You know, Fez acting like, well, he's still the president of the United States. Let him try to get in the White House this <laughs> afternoon. You know what I mean? Mm. He can't go well, walking in there. His fucking key is fucking doesn't work anymore. Uh, Johnny wants to also talk to you, Fez. He's running a, a little problem with one of your products... No, the, no. <laughs> the pajamagram was not up to what he said. They didn't have everything. So I said, Fez will handle it for you. I will take care of it. All right, Fez. I hope you do. I was very angry yesterday. But uh, he also wrote, Fez just rambles off about these products <laughs> without ever once checking into them. And that may be, if you're going to start and be a spokesman, Fez, mm -hmm. you're going to have to start and understand your products. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I got a pretty good grasp. I complained specifically about Fez on when I called and spoke to a representative. Yeah. That doesn't help matters now, does it, Hard Rock Johnny? Well, uh, you're the one who was talking about how they have them, and, I, and they didn't. <laughs> Johnny, you're on thin ice here. Remember what happened to Dave's family? Over just the same kind of disappointment. Yeah, the reaction that was much well, different from Fez. Oh, it was a little, um, I'll do whatever it can. By the to way, help you I guess out. this is a one-year anniversary for us, isn't it? Yeah, of it everything is. hitting the fan. Yeah, that, that is a one-year anniversary. That, that reaction was, uh, let's banish her from the internet on Fez's part. Wow. Yeah. Rather than, wow. Johnny, how could I help? Well, at least you don't hold a grudge, too, Dave. That's nice. <laughs> we started right now. Johnny <laughs> hasn't heard his complaint. Head. Johnny's saying he'll talk to me privately. No, no, he, he already wrote it on the internet. On the though, internet. <laughs> he wrote on the internet his exact fucking beef. It's the same story. What, Ron somehow sees into Johnny's head about his complaints? I do, that, I do that with every one of my friends. Every one of my friends. If, I'll be like, there's something wrong in the force right now. I think Johnny needs help. I sense it. All right, Johnny. All right, boys. Have a good uh, weekend. Peace. Uh, Johnny has got a big weekend planned. He's got to clean Axl Rose's vest. <laughs> so oh, gee, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Take a while. Yeah, he's got a very, very busy weekend. Call Craze and get down there. See that vest. Uh, Crest, uh, by the way, Crazed, I have to say, out of all the people who are into this uh, new contest that we're doing, the Penny Stock Chaser jingle, I think Craze came in last. And he's a guy that could w should have been top three or possible winner um, and I was talking about this with Rob Cross our boss yesterday that there's so many great fucking songs on there and Rob's like I can't fucking believe how talented your audience is I go dude this isn't modern rock okay these aren't a bunch of fucking college rock emo heads right this is 202 friends yeah they're busting it up big difference 
Now you have less than a half hour to get your <laughs> final jingles into. Who could do that in a half hour? <laughs> We're still getting them in. Really? At All right. Jingle at SiriusXM.com. That stops at noon. Jingle at SiriusXM.com. Why would you wait to the last half hour? Let me see. What rhymes with Chaser? <laughs> uh, we'll be making an announcement to it in just a little bit on the next Unmasked. The next Unmasked for uh, folks to uh, be able to, to sign up on this. Um, here is a... Uh, an opportunity for people to see some of these uh, big comedians in a very small setting. Now, that other uh, name that you brought up, and let's not give it out in case we decide not to do it, who really doesn't have a stand-up background, but we were deciding heavy comedy background. Is that still on or maybe no? Uh, it's it, The request is in. And Going back, back and forth. From, yeah. um, and we got to feel see how the raw dog feels about that one. But sometimes we just like to meet people. It really might not have anything to do with the with the theme of the show. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun for his Winter Olympics. Dave, who's gonna who's gonna get most medals in the Winter Olympics? Um, I have I've done my research and I think Apollo Ono is coming back and coming back strong. But what country? Oh, America will be on top again. USA will be on top again. Yes, I think that we are we are really strong in the Winter Olympics the last uh, two or Olympics or so. And I think this year we're going over the top with the addition of Extreme Games. We've got somebody uh, now that's going to be uh, the commentator and our boots on the ground there in Vancouver. Uh, Winter Olympian uh, expert. It's Paris... Johnny Weir's best friend and roommate. Hi, everyone. I'm Paris, Johnny Weir's best friend and former roommate. Johnny's in Vancouver for the Winter Olympics. I hope he wins a gold medal. Because when he doesn't win gold, he cries a lot. And I mean a lot. You know how, like, when a baby cries, Johnny does it even more. It's like he's had some sort of super baby crying powers. He's just amazing. And he'll be competing against his arch-rival, Evan Lysacek. Evan's like a total turd on skates. Imagine that if you pooped, put it in a skate, and put it out on the ice. That's Evan Lysacek. A lot of times when Johnny and I are just sitting in the bathtub together, we sit and talk about how stupid Evan is. And how his skating costumes make him look like a retarded penguin. Evan Lysacek's just dumb. Johnny Weir... He has a really mean coach named Galena. She says she's from the Ukraine, but I think she's really from a place called Meanland because she's so mean. She's like if Ed Asner and a grizzly bear hooked up and had a mean baby together. Her and Johnny speak Russian to each other. When they do that, I think they're talking about me. Johnny's probably saying what a bad roommate I was. Sorry if I wasn't clean enough. He even gets his shoelaces dry clean. He's a total freak. Then he got upset because how I sliced the cheese the wrong way. You know who knows how to cut the cheese? Johnny Weir does. Farts all the time and everyone knows it. I already knew it because I'm his best friend. Paris. Good luck at the, good luck at the Olympics, Johnny Weir. Love, Paris. Uh, Kyle in Delaware, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Um, I was just reading on my iPhone app for the uh, Winter Olympics, actually, that Canada invested like $100 million or so in a national Olympics program, it, it, and they, they're kind of 
saying that they're going to win the most gold medals and kind of talking a bunch of trash about that. Well, uh, everybody but, always uh, does a lot better when they host the Olympics. It makes everybody into the sport more and more money goes their way. I saw some story that Russia is just straight up giving if you get a gold, you get 100 grand. When yeah, they've been doing that car. for, uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of countries that do that uh, in the Summer Olympics as well. Just we're going to pay you. But Russia's not as powerful as they used to be in, you know, during the well, Cold they're no, War. Well, they're no longer the USSR or yeah. the CCMP so, or whatever the yeah. hell that thing was. That's why I can't take them. I mean, they're a top five performing country. But Well, isn't even places like Norway will do well and yeah. Sweden sure. and, you know, and the, the downhill Olympics. skaters? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's your favorite of all the Winter Olympic sports? I would love the speed skating because I think that is, you know, it started with that guy whose who, who sister died. And I just think the whole a, Eric Hyden thing, the uh, old, uh, that kind of speed uh, no, you, you're uh, wearing. Jansen, Dan Jansen. Yeah, but I'm saying that that race, exactly. the old Eric, Eric Hyden. I love it. Uh, Fez, what's your favorite? I like the uh, figure skating. I like the couple's figure skating. Shocks me. Uh, Hicks? Oh, give me snowboarding. Snowboard, now you're extreme. Extreme, baby. Uh, for me, it's still the jump, that ski jump where the guy's just fucking flying. I've loved that since I was a little kid. Worst sport, Fezzi. Biathlon, shooting and skiing. Don't like it. No. Hicks. Speed skating, I hate it. It feels like it's NASCAR. Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's rough. Cross country skiing, come on. It's just like watching people on the ski machine at their gym. There's nothing changing. It's like one of those uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons where the scenery really doesn't change. Uh, the obvious answer, of course, is curling, but I will act like I'm a curling fan just to piss off other people. And it's really fun to go to a sports uh, bar when they're curling and start yelling, shut up, <laughs> shut up to everybody, keep it down, and then going fucking crazy. <laughs> and having people, really? You like this? Yeah, it's fucking great. Sweep! <laughs> Sweep. Come on! Um, what if they had a guy with, like, a vacuum? Would that be cheating? Yeah, uh, it would be fun to see a dustbuster out there. <laughs> Um, here's uh, Justin in California. You're on my Fez. Hey, morning, buddies. Yeah. Hey, Fez, great job on the Fez tutorial. Just how come you didn't use a voice when you were doing your impression? Well, um, uh, I blame that on me. I saw an obscure show on Sundance, brought it up, having no idea that an ex uh, obscure person on an obscure network and their obscure show would somehow end up here. Um, Kyle. In Ontario, hey, you're a manifest. What's happening, boys? I uh, yeah. just wanted to call in about the uh, other Kyle who just called in. If yeah. Canada's fucking shit-talking the rest of the world for winning gold medals or are going to win, yeah, shit, because we only got two people that they're really pushing on commercials, and that's Patrick Chan and Cindy Classen. Other than that, we don't have fuck all. Well, let me so, just tell you. I hate Patrick Chan, but love Cindy Classen. And that's how I'm going to stick to this. I'm going to stay with that. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Take it easy. Most of these names, none of us will know until they win their gold medal. And then we're like, yeah, I like that kid. That kid's fucking great. <laughs> and then their names very quickly disappear. Like, uh, a Summer Olympic guys stick around for a couple of years, but the Winter Olympics... I can't tell you. Oh, no, there have been famous skiers that have launched their careers. And, of course, uh, I don't know what it is about the female skaters, but we will get a yeah. famous female skater a decade that the little girls will like and, and start to cut their hair like them. And you can almost look back at every decade and come up with that. And in the case of um, some of these skaters, as a good way to see in the future, 
uh, with the girl skaters, their brothers will kill their dads, and that will keep them in the news. <laughs> yeah, so um, they uh, had her on Entertainment Weekly. I mean, no, excuse me. On um, yeah. Uh, it was on uh, Entertainment Tonight. Are you in an argument with yourself? Sorry. They had a... No, they didn't. They yes, had, they did. They had Nancy Kerrigan being interviewed mm. by Mary Hart on um, Entertainment Tonight. And then... I can't believe Mary Hart's still around. After the tearful interview about her saying that her dad was uh, killed, Mary Hart goes, but the, on the brighter side, you will be doing... You will be our correspondent for the Winter Olympics. That is the brighter side. <laughs> and Business. she turned around <laughs> and was like, yeah, I'm excited to be here, Mary. Uh, what are you going to do? Your dad, she can't bring her dad back to life. She might as well go out and fucking... She's not going to work again for four years. <laughs> I know, but maybe separate with a different interview. Maybe talk about what movies are coming out this weekend. She should do the same thing for court TV when her brother goes on trial. Um, yeah, her brother is down for murder, not manslaughter anymore. Uh, he beat up his dad, and then his dad died afterwards. <laughs> it was rough. I have a tough time seeing that as murder, though. You know, like if if Pepper hits Dave and doesn't have the intent to kill him, I think it's manslaughter. I agree with that. I, yeah. We didn't know that fucking Dave had a bad kidney or whatever. You know, that happens so, all the fucking time. Yeah. Or uh, they fall and hit the stool in the corner. That's uh, Connor, <laughs> Nick Cage. He got into big time trouble for that. Yeah. You can't help. He's an ex-Marine. Some guy fucking hits his hand on the curb. Well, that's why you're going to go and do some uh, time. <laughs> uh, here is Tim in Atlanta. You're on my fist. Hey, I don't know if anybody was mentioning in the last, for the last or the previous Olympics, the United States snowboarding team, both men and women, dominated. Well, we and invented it. What's that? We invented the snowboard. That's like us winning <laughs> basketball. The, it took the, re the rest of the world had no idea that um, snowboarding was fucking real. You know, and they're like, those fucking idiots, they're not using skis anymore. We invented board sports, basically. Surfing, skateboarding, snowboarding. All right, I'm going to put the uh, big announcement out there uh, now. And uh, as usual... Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Uh, you can go uh, and we'll get a list on the 202 friends on Twitter. Make sure you're, you're following 202 friends on Twitter for this because we have a very small space for Unmasked now. We used to do it at a, a big giant club and now we do it right here. So it's a very small amount of people. Uh, Dave puts them in a big bin. He turns that bin, announces the names, and everybody likes when their names uh, get picked. Uh, so next Wednesday... Is it 3.30 in the afternoon? 3.30 in the afternoon here at Sirius. Your chance to come in and for an Unmasked and meet Tom Green. Tom Green is doing the Unmasked with us, uh, going through his whole career, including Freddie Got Fingered. So it's all happening next Wednesday at 3.30, Unmasked. And we're doing that, Fez, for Canada. This We mm -hmm. wanted to put a, a spotlight on Canada, why they're doing such a fantastic job of hope, uh, hosting the Winter Olympics. And tonight, we will see people skate down a hill with torches, I believe. There's normally some kind of, hey, we got torches and we're skiing. It's always uh, beautiful. So uh, next Wednesday, uh, meet him and hear him just tell funny things about his career and things that he's done. Tom Green uh, will be on the next Unmasked. Uh, we're going to take a uh, break. Uh, later on in the show, we'll play off some of the new uh, 
Penny Stock Chaser songs. Uh, and then we'll let you know when the finalists come up on that. It should be a lot of fun. We got a ton of emails we need to uh, go through today. And uh, Fez will be doing live reads uh, a plenty. Live reads a plenty. So, 202 Friends uh, for Tom Green. And by the way, fr- uh, Sunday, because the Super Bowl was, uh, Twitter party was such a big pick, we thought we'd, we'd send out some trivia questions uh, on Valentine's Day and just do like a little Valentine's tri- uh, Twitter trivia contest. We'll announce some of those prizes. We'll announce at least a grand prize later on in the show. We're going to break here. Back with a whole lot today. It's the Rana Fez Show. You know, she just wanted the bitches I got set up. I got mail over her Hermosa Beach and I rent this little place for Simone in Compton where you staying. Mm-hmm. And about four blocks away, I got this young 19-year-old country girl named Sharonda. I found her on the bus stop two days out of Georgia. Barefoot country as a chicken coop. Took her to my place in Compton told her it was Hollywood. Run Fez Show, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, this got sent to me so far. Green lighting movies. Are you familiar with that, Fez, green lighting? What exactly does that mean? That means that the uh, light on them is now green. They have been uh, green lit. But that means we're, uh, we're paying for a script. We're doing pre-production. Uh, it's on the fast track to get... Uh, the film made. Now, do you end up being, you know, taken off that? It does happen sometimes. But they are looking into, in terms of sequels being planned right now, 77 sequels. Uh, this is why people don't give a shit about movies. This is fucking crazy. Um, I don't mean give a shit about movies, uh, not good movies. Uh, 28 months later, even more zombie movies. This is a weird one. 302. Uh, Alien 5, Anchorman 2, Avatar 2, Big Mama's House 3. I miss Big Mama's House 2 somehow in the middle of all this. Cloverfield 2, Crank 3D, uh, Departed 2, Evil Dead 4, Fast and Furious 5, Get Smart 2, Ghostbusters 3, which, by the way, Bill Murray has let this out. He would be a ghost in it. Uh, Good Shepherd 2, Gremlins 3D, Indiana Jones 5, Iron Man 3, just a Lemony Snicket 2. Some of these I didn't think they did well enough in the first place that that a sequel would even get uh, considered. Like who? Uh, The Lemony Snicket. I didn't know that was a hit. I don't know. But I guess they come from a series of books. And that's what you want now. You want the Harry Potter gimmick uh, that's going on. Um, Dave, I know that you and Mikey Boy have been working on the 202 Friends, and I got this in from Fred from Brooklyn. We didn't know that he was in a hospital, and he didn't get any well wishes from 202 Friends. I don't know what we're going to do to make that right. Did you know he was in a hospital? I wasn't aware that he was in the hospital. You know, I have to remember the Twitter thing. It's not the old internet-style community thing where everybody keeps up like that. Yeah. I it's should've... more about just doing single things. Yeah, you're right. Now, I notice on your page, you follow like 7,000 people. I doubt very much that you do. 
I don't think you sit there and read their everything that they're writing. Um, no, I tend to go to two hundred two friends. That's and, sort of who I follow, and that's pretty much it. I, I just it. read those. Just huh. click on those. No, I mean, I actually I just read two hundred two friends because I'm always trying to win prizes and shit. Yeah, I know. I saw <laughs> that you were trying. The other I, day, and I was pulling for you. I, I had bon I really thought I had bonsai as fast as I could. I looked, and there was like 200. There's hundreds of people. You gave, because uh, last Sunday was exciting. Of course, we had the Super Bowl trivia party. And then you said your daughter started walking that day. Yeah. I that, it's like a little. She has the biggest Super Bowls of anybody I've ever met. <laughs> she was loving it. Yeah. And, last how's she year. doing with the walking now? She's just a regular walker. Um, I'm not going to say she's a regular walker, but she is walking when she feels like Every it. day she's walking now. Yeah, I mean, I would say every day there's uh, a few trips where she's deciding, fuck crawling right, right now. I'm going to get up and I'm going I'm to, you know, use these legs a little bit. And then, you know, I would say like 20% walking, 80% crawling. So I feel bad about that with uh, Fred that uh, we didn't know he had some kind of infection, obviously. Uh, I would have been glad to, you know, check in on him, but, you know, you can't always keep up. Take it this way, Fred. How come not one listener called? You know, in the old days, it used to be, oh, Blowhard's in the hospital, and everybody would know. We'd all check up. Nobody calls. When you're in the hospital at the same time as the president, too, it, it, you know, it overshadows. Well, he got out yesterday. Oh, okay. This didn't happen. This happened a week ago. A week ago, he was at death's door. We don't even know about it. So he writes, you know, what kind of friends are 202 friends? Maybe we need to take the friends thing off there. You know, so we don't follow anybody and then it, it stops that's causing problems. You know, I, that's true, but it's, it, it makes me feel warm inside. Friend, 202 friends. Right, I understand. I understand. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Now, there's a new story out, a new research about gay uncles and how a gay... Now, who did this research? Your niece and nephew? No, they weren't the ones. This was a scientist, a research scientist, and, um, says that gay uncles have an important part in the family and they actually are Great. able to pass their, help pass their genes along. Well, that would be the worst uncle I've ever heard of. Well, not with the niece and nephew. Here's how it works out. It's like the gay uncle is predisposed genetically to be a nurturer. So he acts like another mom in the family taking care of his siblings' kids. Mm -hmm. And when that, when that sibling, that uh, sister, has more help, she's more likely to reproduce more. So it's actually the gay uncle has a very important part in nature, and this is how the gay genes also get passed along because he's when his sister has more kids, it's his gene pool as well that's also being extended. That may be the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. So, first of all, I. Uh, now, I, we're supposed to hate stereotypes, right? Mm-hmm. Why would anybody like the, oh, gay people tend to be nurturers stereotype? That's fucking really, you know what I mean? That's not always true. I know a lot of gay people who don't want to be around kids. Yeah, um, there's plenty of them. Um, my brother has sworn that he never wants to have children. 
You know, now he he kind of likes my, my kids, but he he doesn't he does not want to be around children with a ten foot pole. Um, this research was done in in like a Samoan village with different Samoans, and they actually have a separate part of the tribe of gay men. They're considered in the Samoan culture basically like a sexless, uh, you know, a third kind of uh, gender being sexless. But they take care of the kids it, in yeah, the families. Yeah, but that's not necessarily a positive thing. You know what I mean? That's not necessarily... That's still a stereotype like any other. You know what I mean? To say, well, this is great. You're gay. You can start babysitting. Not all gay people want to be nurturing children. There's a lot of gay people who are like this. Can we have our table moved? Those breeders and their brats are ruining our evening. And in a way, by even this study is even insinuating that gay people are motherly, which is effeminate. And, you know, there's a lot of gay people who don't like that. Hey, just because I'm gay, I'm an effeminate person. There's plenty of gay people who'd be like, you know, I'm into uh, in being a man. Yeah, and I also don't see how, you know, it pushes your exact DNA down, just the family line, which obviously... You can say the same thing about grandmothers or aunts that everybody's helping nurture uh, nurture the kids. I, if I was a gay person, I wouldn't want to be lumped in with, well, at least she'll be a uh, nurturer. It just seems like uh, a little sexist, the entire statement. But you're taking it as a positive. I'm taking it as a positive. I think it shows gay people as being parental not predatory, which is a different, a whole nother stereotype. No, well, first of all, they're not parental. The person who babysits is not parental, and the person who helps out around the house is not parental. It's a totally different uh, experience. Nurturing and parental, two different things. 100% there are two different things. But, you know, in the same time, is there a place in, in the family for a hetero uncle who will take the kid to ballgames? Yeah, there is. No one's ever said there wasn't. I don't see how that moves the DNA of the family along, though. I guess that by genes, they just mean like, I think they're being loose with that definition. They they mean like characteristic. So now we're traits. also saying gayness runs in families, right? Mm -hmm. Which would freak a lot of fucking families out. You know, like I don't want the gay uncle around because I don't want my kids turning gay. Yeah, I, I would be fucking careful of this study. I don't like the the fucking studies who really act like. Uh, we don't have a choice. Any more than it was like, hey, Italian guy's over. Why don't you cook for everybody? You know how you guys are. And then later sing opera to us. See, I think it's also a good study for those states where gay adoption is illegal. Where uh, some states that say gays shouldn't be allowed to adopt kids, this shows that gays, you know, are just every much as uh, a nurturer as a heterosexual person. Well, not necessarily. Again, you can be a good uncle, but not a good parent. But B, I don't know any thinking person who would think that a gay person wouldn't be a fucking good parent. I don't. I wouldn't want this. I I, I wouldn't use this fucking study to move that along. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. My chick's family's got a lot of fucking gays in it. Really? Yeah, and she had like those double uncle things back before, you know. Well, they're both singing waiters, and they, you know. Uh, but the good thing about those gay uncles, they always have extra money. 
You know what I mean? That's the guy that you're going to get a hundred bucks for your birthday from. Like, really? A hundred? Sure. And they keep a tidy house. Look who just walked off of the streets and back into my life. It's our own Solera. Hi, darling. Hi. Hi, Solera. Well, well, well. Look who misses the guy. Lean that mic down in. Look who misses the mic so bad now from her Friday night. She's got to <laughs> drop in on Ron and Fez. I just happen to be five blocks up. <laughs> what are you doing? In, what are you doing in the city? I had an inspection. Yeah, I was working. You look fantastic. Well, thank you. I was going for the the snow bunny look today. I love it. The winter white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really fun. is. Ake and slash B V uh, crew member. Because whenever I wear these boots, I feel like I'm beaming down from the mothership. <laughs> Solera, can you sit in with us for a while? Yeah, I took because oh, I had taken the afternoon off. I was going to go to Winnie Cooper's show, but. Now I can't. I, we can't go. Our babysitting fell through. So what is her show? She's singing. Uh, it's a new play, Love, and and it's, I forgot the title. But we were gonna go tonight, and unfortunately, my father-in-law slipped on ice, and now has decided his big uh, money-making scheme is gonna be to sue the candy store next door. Why would you say <laughs> we could rolling in it? Why would you say we couldn't make it? Did you give me a wink? Like oh. uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sue for candy. Dave, can you make it or same problems? I'll. Be there. <laughs> um, Gary in New Jersey, you're on Fez. Hey, guys. Uh, <clears throat> what I get from this study uh, about the gay uncles is that if you're a kid and you find out that you have a gay uncle, you need to run for the hills because we already know that all gay men touch children inappropriately. Well, is that how they're passing on their genes? That's not how it's happening. They're helping out with the children in their family. That makes the reproductive members more reproductive. I would say this. If you have a gay uncle, give each of the kids a rape whistle. Just to be sure. I know I have. I had a gay uncle. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. He, he was the best. And, and They're he, fantastic. And this was, I mean... Obviously, very traditional Latin family, and before it finally, you know, we all as adults realized he was gay. He always right. had roommates. You know, he always, right. there was always, you went to visit, and he was the best. He would take us on trips, we'd go to the beach together, he would load up all the kids and, you know, go out on the town with them, and, and it, it was awesome. And no one ever questioned whether or not it was appropriate to have us with him. Well, what what normally happens in a family, I believe, is the family will say... This is our family. We accept. No matter what the hell is going on. Or you have the kind of family who doesn't accept. I don't think we need fucking scientists who say, don't boot your fucking gay uncle. I think it's... I mean, my whole family accepted it except for my grandfather who ignored it. And then when he died, said, you know, he's dead. Like, he just sat there and repeatedly told everyone who would listen to him, you know, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. So it was just he couldn't accept it. But there was, you know, my my grandmother and everyone else did. The women always. And and But they accepted and denied because right. all of my aunts refused to acknowledge that he was gay. Sensitive. Yeah, so they would treat him as a as a uh, single man who really enjoyed being around kids and and never found the right woman, mm -hmm. as opposed to acknowledging you, your brother's gay and just let him live his life and have his roommates right. over for Thanksgiving dinner. So it was odd. Yeah, uh, but families are odd. There is nothing, uh, and I I don't know whether this started with television where we thought families were normal and the dads got home at five o'clock and played. The, Families have always been weird. They've been strange since the beginning. And if I, I think back over like my extended family, I go, that was a fucking 
nutty situation. And if it wasn't for the fact that we were related, you never would have had those same people in the same room. There's no fucking... They wouldn't be like, hey, we're not related, but we're all hanging out. Here's an 80-year-old person. Here's a fucking guy just out of jail. Everyone's together. <laughs> Isn't this great? We're eating turkey. So it, it always is weird. Uh, Tim, in Portland, you're in my face. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the show. This is the first time I've ever called in. I just wanted to say that I'm a gay man, and society, Fezzi, is just never going to accept all of us. And you just have to stop giving a shit about what they think. And, you know, I live somewhere where I think people have a very liberal attitude toward us. And I, actually, not a liberal attitude, just a, a correct and ethical attitude, which is we're just people. And uh, I think that if you're you're in a red state, you know, just make a, a legal corporation with your partner. You know, don't get fucked out of, uh, you know, benefits. I mean, leave what you have to them and just forget about society, man. You know, some of the greatest thinkers and intellectuals and artists over the years have been homosexuals, and people don't even realize it. You know, probably half of their heroes were gay, and they, they just deny it. Well, you know, crazy. Tim, you come up with, uh, you know, Fez is always trying to bring us some kind of study that proves that society... You cannot fucking wait for society to accept something before you accept it yourself. Well, if you, know, you fucking yeah. accept yourself, then people around you are forced to accept. You know? I, don't want to be an, I don't want to be an asshole, but you actually got to get laid before you can be gay, Fezzi. Well, that's, uh, that's the... Maybe he's not... There's technicalities and everything. But, you know, that, the, uh, that has to do with fucking acceptance. You know, And here's a guy that you're saying accept him, but he doesn't necessarily even accept you. So, yeah, forget what the fuck people <laughs> accept. Including your family. If you fucking show up with purple hair, yeah, your dad's going to fucking be freaked the first day. Then if he wants a son, he's got to accept the purple hair. And people just like, they just do. If you stop making a big deal out of it, fucking people just get used to it. And then they're happy because they have this character in their family. Characters are awesome. Yeah. We had to accept towards the end of my grandfather's life that he stopped wearing pants oh. and uh, he would just sure. sit around with his boxers and dress socks with the dress sock suspenders and, and have dinner and he would wear his fedora. He was just a maniac and we would just be like, all right, grandpa's going to sit down for dinner. I had an Uncle Mike uh, that would be over for like the a big Sunday dinner back in the day. He'd come in, always had a suit on. He'd go to the closet, take off his pants because he did not want to spill anything on his beautiful dress pants or burn a hole in them. He'd hang them up nice and then we'd be standing around all day in fucking boxers. <laughs> and um, is my grandfather your uncle? It was, <laughs> and I mean the rest of you. But I, I'm like fuck. He must really love those pants. And it would be the same suit every time you see him. It's not like he had a lot of suits. He had his good suit. He wasn't gonna fuck with it. That was to be seen walking from the car to the house. That's where the fucking thing was formed. But again. Um, and I remember saying um, to my mom, like, what's with my... Don't, he's crazy. Don't even pay attention. <laughs> you know, like, when you're a little kid, you don't give a shit. You know? That's where the fucking gets to you. But don't sit around and worry about stuff. Um, here is uh, John. John, you're on my face. Hey, buddies. How you doing? It's Good. John. Um, just wanted to say, when I was growing up, this is the type of study that always it showed to me how science isn't pure. You know, you have this image of science being these guys just focused on getting an answer to a problem and you know it's you take something as neutral as that and then you turn it into something political like this because genetically that type of statement just doesn't hold any it doesn't it doesn't make any sense that it moves the dna line 
of gayness along. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Now, if you said, uh, you know, gay people are having babies with women and keeping the babies and that, that I could understand you're trying to move your DNA along. But being nice to your sister's kids... This is yeah, fucking crazy talk. That's that's the equivalent of saying the babysitter passes his genes along just by uh, letting the parents go out uh, for an evening, you know, romantic evening. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, and you know, we've also thanks a lot, John. We've also got into this thing of just it never was just the parents raising kids. Uh, a few generations ago. People used to live in the same neighborhood with their brothers, their sisters, their aunts, and their uncles. Those kids would go back and forth. When In the summer when I was a kid, I slept at my aunt's house as much as I did my parents' house. I actually had two houses, and I would be at both places, and if my aunt and uncle and their kids went on vacation, I went with them. When my parents went on vacation, the two families, those kids came with us, and I didn't even know the fucking difference. So, in a way, you could say well, my aunt was like a mom. I mean, I went in the refrigerator just like I would at my house. This whole fucking formality thing, again, I think it's just since TV. You know, people went, well, that's what the Brady Bunch did, and that's what it's like. But really, you end up having all kinds of people uh, raise your kids. My, my parents are as important <laughs> as me and my wife are in terms of raising my daughter right now right you know? and that's a positive thing yeah. because your parents th the weird thing about that is like that even works out so like you know the parents role used to also be you know the grandparents to say to the father dude fucking calm down the kid spilled something you know, you used to spill shit. You know what I mean? Like, there would be this constant mentorship. And, you know, everybody always makes fun of that uh, it takes a village to raise a child. But that's actually an old African thing because the whole village used to think we all need to be together for these kids. And there are things that kids would listen to and other men that they wouldn't necessarily listen to in their father. Uh, it's the same way we have sports teams now coach said we have to get to bed early and that'll be a whole different fucking mindset um yeah i i honestly fez i don't think that the, you need any fucking studies to say gay people are important to uh a family because the um the reality is this what's ever important to that fucking kid is important to that kid it's not as normal as you think it is um here is uh, Jeff in Rochester. You're on my face. Hey, Ronnie. You know, I'll tell you, I have a, a gay uncle, and he is fucking fun to party with. He's a ball buster. Uh, he was finally happy once my aunt died, and he could come out and be, you know, gay. And he was the toughest motherfucker in the whole family. Well, I'll say this. He probably killed her. And I'll just uh, <laughs> I'll put that in your head. I don't uh, think he waited. <laughs> uh, Tommy in Brooklyn, you're on my face. Hey, guys. Hey, Sawyer. I haven't Hi. heard your voice in a while. I know. We work together. Listen, oh, yeah. my, uh, my, uh, yeah, my, my sister's brother-in-law raised her, uh, her kid. And, uh, the kid grew up, uh, gay. So what's your point? They made him gay? Oh, uh -huh. he hung up and... So you're saying they made him gay? Well, you can't make I think that after a few years, it was just the influence. I don't know if the kid was born gay, but, it, it, you know, it's just ironic. A few years later, the kid comes out of the closet. So, um, 
Well, I would actually, I, I would think that a, a kid would probably, if he was gay, feel more comfortable to come out. But would that make someone gay? I, I can't imagine that it would make somebody gay. Where it would make them, you know, uh, have sex with someone that they're not, you know, attracted to. But uh, first or, or of all, you know, yeah, but, all of a sudden be but, attracted. But here's the thing. All of us have had sex with people we're not attracted to at one point of our life. No. Uh, you, you don't probably drink as much as I used to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I guess most men have had sex with someone that they're not attracted to at some point in their life. Right. And let's say this. Well, I said wife. What a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but Dave, have you? Oh, yes. Of course. Yeah. Hand jobs. So I everything. don't know if this attraction thing is all this important. And we've known plenty of girls who just have experiences just for the fun of it. Uh, I don't think it's as locked in as everybody's making it out to be. Well, Definitely not. I, I don't know if it's locked. I just think it's really hard to decide to be gay just because you see it around you. Right. I, I, that, mm -hmm. I think that's a... a Fallity or falsity or right. I forgot the word, but it's it's not true. It just because and you see like you see the Rosie Cruz. I love the Rosie Cruzes, and then you see all those kids. They're being raised by um you know lesbian parents or gay parents, right. and all of the kids are you know flirting with other sexes, and they're on yeah. a cruise where everyone around them is gay, and they're naturally inclined to be with right. whoever they're with. So you're not seeing gay kids in that documentary, but at the same time. If a gay kid had a straight fucking thing, and most gay people do, most gay people have had straight sex, no one makes a big deal that somehow they ruin their fucking gayness by doing that. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. You're not just locked in because you've had sex with any certain person. Uh, a friend of mine, when she was a young girl, uh, had uh, something happen with the number one pussy licker of the Lower East Side. <laughs> And he had a hat made up. She never was with wow. him again. But for that one brief moment, she was in that relationship. Brush yes. with greatness. Yes. Glitter. It was awesome. He wrote it on his hat. Yes, a white hat <laughs> and silver glitter. And he wore it as he sold Christmas trees <laughs> on Houston Street. <laughs> no. It's my all says Christmas. It's my all-time favorite. It's my all-time favorite story. You've, he, he bugged you for a while. You finally broke down. Oh, he was just so annoying. He was like a stalker. And, we, you know, the big joke with me and my friends is we'd say his name three times. And he would show up. It was like he was lurking around the corner like Rumpelstiltskin. Uh -huh. And finally, he's at my door one day. And I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Come on in. I'll, you know, if you feel like it, you can eat me out. And he did. And then yeah. he left. And the next day, I saw him wearing said hat <laughs> with the said statement and said... Silver glitter selling his Christmas trees. <laughs> now, how how good how, how good was he? Was he number one all time? I don't know. I guess it was. He was number one for himself. I mean, the more memorable part of, of it for me was the hat. It wasn't the act. No one so. ever. You don't sit back and think about the act fondly. <laughs> no, I just think, thank God I got it over with because he felt so accomplished. I never had to be bothered with him again. It's the all time craziest dating story I've ever heard. <laughs> it's my favorite. Ran immediately to the hat. Store. That's how good he felt. He got out his bedazzler. <laughs> yeah, he had to, you got to make that yourself, Fezzi. They don't have number one pussy liquor hats. How how big was the font? <laughs> it was it print. was number. 
I mean, it was pretty big. It was yeah. number and then one with the whole base and everything. It wasn't right. just like a, you know, irrevocable. It could have been an L. And then put <laughs> her across the front. Thank time. Thank God he didn't have time to have a jacket made. Oh, I, seriously, like I, the dice man, I, the pussy man. I <laughs> would fucking love to meet that guy today. I said, Oh God, I wouldn't. Seriously. I'd run. <laughs> I just have a feeling he's probably still in the old neighborhood. He was such a mess. One of the, my favorite things he did also was he tried to tell me the story of... Uh, who's that gangster? Uh, Bugsy the... Seagull? Yeah. He tried to tell me that story as if it was his own life. Oh, God. <laughs> as if I had never seen a Godfather or any other type of movie. And I would just entertain him. Yeah, really. Okay. So you were abandoned and you made yourself a mafia. <laughs> right, there you go. Head down. There you go. <laughs> he wanted to be so interesting to me. It was so weird. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's uh, Rocco in South Carolina. You're on Fez. Guys, what's going on? My yeah. aunt is gay and they have two children, one of which is old enough to start liking boys. And she talks about how she has a boyfriend and how she wants to uh, get married to a man when she gets older. And the parents aren't going to change you. Uh, they're, as long as they're supportive, that's the best part. I mean, gay, straight, it doesn't matter. Just support the poor kids if you have them. And no one does, let's face it. Well, I think what ends up happening is it, you can see when you see kids which one is gay. Mm -hmm. I mean, generally, mm -hmm. it's pretty obvious. First grade, we know. Yes, you, I, I know by the third by third, by three years old, you can tell what they gravitate to, you know, what they're interested in, who they want to hang out with. And then what ends up happening is if you're a gay kid at three, four, five years old, your parents end up pushing you to be straight against their will. Because right. you're, if you're a boy, you're pushed to sports, you're pushed to, to do that. They don't put you in ballet class. Well, if, if you're a gay kid who happens to be raised by gay parents who are willing to celebrate, you know, whatever you want to do because they don't think it's weird... Then you end up being more comfortable with it. So it's not that they're making you gay. They're just letting you be you. But the other weird thing is, and people never want to take this in, nurturing kids doesn't mean they're going to be successful. <sighs> A lot of nurtured kids turn out to be failures. lazy. Just failures. <laughs> just like, uh, whatever, you know, I don't give a shit. So really, if you look at a lot of fucking people who went on to do great shit, they had parents who told them, you're a dope, you're fucking nobody. And they just said, I need to get out of here and go out and do shit on my own. I think the worst thing to happen to parenting was that stupid Spock book. Yeah, it's a, it's, I, there's a lot I, to be said for Everyone has become so retarded about raising kids. And I remember growing up, my mother basically, you know, kind of steered me places. She never signed a report card. You know, she was too busy uh -huh. working. Like, never, you know, it wasn't, here, do the laundry, do this, do that. But it wasn't like, I love you. And then you have your kids and you think, I'm going to be awesome. I'm going to read this book and I'm going to do everything perfect. And then you create these idiots who can't <laughs> do anything because, you know, you've hurt their feelings and they want to be themselves. It's just the worst. When you're ignored as a baby, you end up deciding for yourself what you want to be as opposed to having these smothering parents who don't let you just do you. Uh, here's Brad. Brad, you're on a fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah. With this premise that you're going to get more homosexuals potentially out there in the world because of the birth rate, wouldn't that be the same with alcoholics as well, being a gender or being hereditary? You know, but at the same, I mean, obviously there was a lot of fucking alcoholics in my family, but my sisters weren't. You know what I mean? Like, you, mm -hmm. you can't just act like, well, I was born with this and there's nothing I can fucking do about it, you know? Or I guess that's what I do. So, 
I just, I'm not always falling for this fucking gimmick. You're here as a human being. Can you find things to bitch about? Yeah, you can. Are you, is that the fucking excuse? No, it's not. If you're fucking born and you don't have use of your legs, you got to find some fucking way of getting around. And people do. Yeah. They'll say, I'm in this chair now. I'm rolling down the street. I'm making things happen. I got a new job. And, those be and other people can act like, well, you know what? I'm fatter than I wanted to be, so I'm staying home and I'm not going to have any fun. Like Just when, like, shut the fuck up. It's like when you up. watch the intervention and you hear the big reason they're yeah. alcoholics or drug addicts or whatever, and you're just like, come on, are you kidding right. me? Or or the hoarders. I love the hoarders. Yeah. And most of the time, they're just fat and lazy, and they don't, you know, they decide getting up to go to the garbage can <laughs> is basically what a lot of that comes down you, to. You just, you know, some behaviors that you have work for you, so keep doing them, and some don't, so you got to figure out a way not, not to do them. Is that always easy? No. It's easier but for you some gotta people. But you got to fucking do it. Yeah. Everyone's always sitting around acting like they were born under this fucking bad cloud. There's a pl you could make a gigantic list of things that work in your body, and you'll never be able to catch up with it for the shit that doesn't work. You'd be dead. But even if you're born with with fucking no legs, you got working lungs. So you fucking go, well, at least I got that. But yeah, you can sit around and bitch all the time, especially when it comes back to the society stuff. Fuck everybody else. Why do you give a shit? What would make you care, Fezzi, for an instant, who accepted you and who doesn't? How does that change anything? It's because it's because I can't accept myself. I'm looking for it in other people. All right. So, well, you're not going to get that. You're 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 asking for other people to do your work. Mm -hmm. well, I don't, it ain't going to fucking happen. Well, I think most people accept you, but because you don't accept yourself, you ignore it, and you feel like they're against you. He ignores the vast majority um, yeah. of you people all the love. who adore him, and at a certain point. He even discards that. So why keep giving him love? You know what I'm saying? Like you, get, if you're telling a guy you're fucking great, you're terrific, you're great, and the next day, oh, so bad, you're great, you're terrific, you're great. As the other person, after a while, you're gonna be like, you know, nothing I do works. So fuck it. You know, sit there and feel bad about yourself. I guess it. I mean, it depends on the person. My it, obviously, I'm a I'm a very unconditional. Right person, so it's very hard for someone to push me away. But it does most people. But you're not going to be there to lift them up every day yeah, either. You got people, your own stuff to do. Most people get exhausted from it because you feel like, wow, how much more can I do to show that I'm here? But at the end of the day, if you don't love yourself, you're going to ignore all of that. And then it's the same thing with anorexics. No matter how much weight they lose, they still see themselves right. fat. No matter, mm -hmm. you know. It, so at the end of the day, until they're happy with their body, nothing else is going to change. And so, and then the other side is there's a lot of fat chicks out there having a great time picking fucking guys up one after another. There is another. nothing better than a flat uh, black woman with yeah. the with the muffin feet. Those women <laughs> love themselves. I, well, I'm not wait uh, the muffin feet. I'm completely lost on this. When their when their feet are so fat that it comes out from the top of the shoe. Oh, over and the top. Yeah. It spills over the top of the. But pump. they always smell. I like hadn't heard muffin feet in my life. <laughs> they always smell good. Their nails are done. Their hair is all vaselined up, and they're going to party. I I can't get enough of them. Yeah, because again, when the person who shows up at a party and says to themselves, "Now the good times start." The good times do start. You you can't have a party without the people going like, yeah, let's get lampshades up. Let's start. <laughs> but then other people go and sit at the side of a fucking party just waiting 
uh, for the party to start. They do nothing to fucking get and this thing going. And then they say going. they had a bad time. Yeah. Or it was a bad party. I've always had a good time at parties. My sister you always you make has a, a great time. Oh, God bless her. My sister should be rented out for parties and not as a stripper, Ron. <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to say anything, but <laughs> I would rent your sister. That disclaimer came fast. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> what be. What does that mean, Dave? Dave's another one. Yeah. No matter where Dave goes, Dave has a good time. Uh, Dave used to run the wheel all the time at Bar Nine. That's how we first got him. He used to lay on the side and and oh, run yeah. around and <laughs> break dancing. Yeah, and break dance. <laughs> and then it really was. Uh, he actually became an entertainer from that. Well, yeah. yeah. I then uh, brother Joe would let me sing Rawhide with him. That was fun. Uh, never w good. It was really? never. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> no. always bad. But it was fun to laugh at you. Oh, that's what was going. The other on? thing I, I always remember about drunk. Dave at Bar Nine, <laughs> he would have a freakish amount of food on his always. table that would stay there. Mott sticks, Mister B. Mott sticks, please. I am such a big fan that I want you to eat this potato. Let me skin. tell you something. <laughs> fuck Jerry Seinfeld and fuck Homer Simpson. Uh, Ron Fez show. Mikey Boy is putting together a uh, bar crawl. In a couple of weeks. I bumped into him the other day. I will we'll go, definitely. It'll be fun. We ought to old school it. Yeah. Seriously, we got to old school it and catch up with some people. Because everybody is now, of course, is off in their own thing. Every single person has their own podcast and their own. They're all great, aren't they? Yeah, they're all They're all excellent. They really are good. But everybody, you don't have the group mentality anymore. I think it's all because everyone found something to hate in another person along the way. I don't hate anyone. I think, I, I mean, we've known You each are other. loved. You've, it's been eight years, and, you know, yeah. people get married, you have kids, it's not... You have things to do. And you, you have things to actually, change. like, I can't show up at work drunk on Wednesdays anymore. I can't go... We can't <laughs> anymore. I we used can. to. I can, baby. I used to, yeah, Dave, you can. I used to show up and just be like, I'm drunk, leave yeah. me alone for a few hours, I'm going to get it together by noon. Wearing last night's clothes? Yeah, just, oh, God, sometimes I'd show up with flakes on my stomach, I'd be picking at them in the day, and you know what the flakes are from. <laughs> so I would... I would <laughs> but yeah, you do have to fucking let everybody else do their own thing, not fucking act like, where were you? What happened? Like, I'm not to bust on Fred, but to get this thing that no one said you were in the hospital. Or where. I had no fucking idea. Nobody alerted me to it. I don't know who's doing what. Well, I had no idea Fred was in the hospital. Yeah, he was in the hospital. I'm sorry. I hope he's better. Just just send a message then saying, you know, could you give me a couple of prayers or something like Why that? Why can't you? Whatever happened to, you know, board gossip where you would be out there keeping us <laughs> up to Everyone got date. angry at board gossip. Oh, I thought they? it was so much fun, but everyone is very sensitive for some reason. At the end of the day, I think a lot of people forgot that this is supposed to be fun. And then they start thinking that th these are affronts. Like I, there are things that have been said on me about me through the radio show that everyone that you would think I should get mad. I don't get mad at anything. What should I care? What's one thing that would have made you mad that you heard before? I think uh, one of Casey's favorite stories is that before she ever met me, she remembers sitting in her car and hearing me tell the story about how I woke up sleeping on the toilet seat completely mm. naked, and then my kids <laughs> found me there and told me to go to bed. And uh, she goes, based on that story, I don't understand how we're friends today. I mean, this was years <laughs> ago. She goes, like, what kind of, you know, mother is passed out naked at the end of the day i don't have to i do so much more for the kids all right one day they found me naked on the toilet big whoop they're not scarred by it it Maybe. was your own toilet it wasn't it, like it yeah. was in a you know burger king I, yeah i wasn't at the gas station i had gotten up in the middle of the night and gotten tired i did <laughs> i did the same thing at your toilet <laughs> and when your kids this found me it was different toilet <laughs> all right dave can we get you down for mikey boy's bar crawl 
What, what's, what's the day exactly? Uh, February 27th. Oh, yeah. Dominican Independence Day. It's nice. big Dominican Independence Day. Is there a parade that day? Because I won't show up if they, there is. They don't do it in here. They do it okay. in the Dominican Republic. Oh, God, thank let's God. go there. Come on. Do you know, uh, <laughs> I was uh, doing this trivia test not too long ago on the number. You had to come up with like the top 27 uh, places that um, inter- that planes go to internationally from JFK. Dominican had like three or four different airports that were in the, I didn't, hadn't even heard of some of these cities. Yeah, Santiago, Puerto Plata, Santiago is the only one I know. And, yeah, the, Santiago is not the capital. Santo Domingo, Santiago, Puerto Plata, and I think Boca, Boca Chica has one too. I'm Have not you ever sure. heard of the word Boca Chica in your life? Never. It's awesome. Nope. And it's like fucking bigger than, you know, Bangkok. Let's go island hopping. For and it means yeah, I love hopping. it down there. And it means girl's mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a small mouth. <laughs> no, you are you are born there, right? Your no, I was were? born here. Uh, but that island shares with Haiti? Yes. Why does everything bad happen on the Haiti side? I, they've been in turmoil for a hundred years, basically, yeah. and it's it's they can't. It's like here. You, just imagine here if every time the president changed, everyone who didn't like that went into the streets and set things on fire. Yeah. Well, it, it's they've never had a stable government. They've chopped down all their trees, which is why the 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 land is so dry. Which right. is why an earthquake would hit it and crumble everything. And then on top of that, they're dirt really really poor. Yeah, beyond poor. And when they got their independence and. In, everyone with money basically left so mm. what was left was people who were not as equipped or, or you know financially i'm not saying mentally or anything else financially to rebuild and they've never had a a, a break i mean they've never had the a good earth- day never yeah, and good even day the earthquake day. i mean jesus the earthquake hit them like a punch right to the gut it went right in the center of haiti and i and my family there was like i don't know i felt a tremble <laughs> yeah right they, yeah, and it's not that big of an island <laughs> you would tiny. think the whole thing would have felt this gigantic earthquake it's, i mean even you look at the aerial shots of the island and one side is green and the other side is gray it's just yeah. a straight line down the middle it's it's really unfortunate because they're so you know, at one time it was one of the most beautiful places in the world. They were growing sugar, and you know, but they just abused it farming-wise. They just didn't know at the time that they started to do that how to properly do it. All right, a bunch of scumbaggy guys are asking you to say more things in Spanish. Oh. See how <laughs> see how horrible people are. Fine, Boca Chica. Put the plato. Fez, you do speak Spanish? See, si. uh, oh, there you go. He grew up in uh, Florida. Tell me something really beautiful in Spanish. Los puercos acaban de tomar la leche. Wow, oh. that is gorgeous. What's Very that mean? Sensitive. The pigs have just drank the milk. That is exciting. Exciting stuff. Uh, why don't we take a break here? So Lara is sitting in with us today. And maybe we can hear some awful Dave stories out of her. I love Dave stories. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> we forget now, Dave was once the legendary drinking listener before he ever even came on the show. <laughs> so now, you know, the... The things that people say about Dave, they're supposed to be bad stories. We always used to tell his great stories. Like, we got to get that redheaded guy back. <laughs> He's nuts. Uh, right back. It's the Ren Fez Show. Look at the size of that boy's head. I'm not kidding. It's like an orange on a toothpick. you got to give the boy a complex. Oh, that's a huge noggin. That's a virtual planetoid. Has its own weather system. Heed. Move. Yeah, buddy, this is Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 
our buddy Solera sitting in with us. First time in like, what, a year since you've been back in here? Maybe more. Yeah, because we were at the other studio before. I think it was even before Thanksgiving of last year. Maybe, well, yeah, maybe 18 months or so. Wow, that's insane. I say not long enough, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Needed to be longer. Uh, now, you can back me up on this, mm -hmm. Slayer. During the break, I said anything you guys want to talk about. And Fez says, what about my urine collection? He did. I didn't understand it. I didn't I mention didn't anything. So, And I didn't say another word, so I just looked at you like, uh, see what I go through? I want to do that thing where I can just look at people going, mm -hmm. This is what you live with? Help <laughs> me. Help me. He used to be somewhat normal when you met him, right, Fez? Was he always a little different? He, uh, yeah, no, but everyone's always a little different. He was yeah. he was a, a character. Right. I, I never imagined that one day he would have a urine collection, but, uh -huh. you know. He Me neither, but no. he had a dream. <laughs> Is it from all around the world? Uh, where do you get these samples from? Speaking of an odd thing that Fez was doing yesterday okay. after the show in the office, I watched him work for 20 minutes on the computer. I was like, what? He's really intense. He was changing his computer wallpaper to Johnny Weir. It was crazy. Uh, Why did I ever say <laughs> I saw that fucking show on Sundance? Well, we all watch it now, but still. I should have kept my your, mouth shut. To change your computer wallpaper and the... the just, Are you going to buy a poster and put it up <laughs> over your bed? <laughs> have to see what's available. <laughs> we'll see how he, how he meddles. Uh, I don't think he's even supposed to. It was only like ranked ninth or, th depending on who you look at, it's ninth or thirteenth, mm -hmm. and only the top three medal. All right, so do you have Johnny Weir's urine? No, I just have my own urine. Uh, we had talked about this at the uh, beginning of the week, where I was going to keep collecting my urine just to see how much is there. Mm -hmm. It's becoming more and more fascinating to me. I had no idea I was urinating this much, and now it's like when I fill up another bottle. It's like this crazy accomplishment of, wow, that's another full bottle that came out of me. You're getting a good feeling about it. Yeah, it's like, you know what, this may, I was supposed to bring it in like next Thursday. First of all, I don't know how I'm, I could get it all in here already because I'm doing over a gallon a day at this point. I did not know that a human being pissed a gallon a day. I mean, I guess you're going to think six, seven, eight pisses over the course of a day. Yeah, I guess that should be a gallon. But it seems like a lot. Yesterday, I mean, the first day, a little over a gallon. Second day, right about a gallon. And that last night, it was a gallon and a quart. Hmm. Are you, you drinking? Your, yeah, where are you keeping the urine? I'm keeping it so far in the bathroom, you know, kind of lined up on a shelf. The bottles all lined up one after another on a shelf. Nice. Like a pottery barn display? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> are they all the same color or are they different colors? No, there, there's. Yesterday was a little lighter than the previous days. You know why? Why? I think you're drinking more water to collect more. Yeah. Because you like being a winner. You like being mm -hmm. a good boy winner. And also, I need the bottles. I mean, I had bottles because I recycle. But it's like you know, it's like I got to go buy a bottle, like a gallon jug, dump the water out of it, so I can start using it. Or I won't good be able idea. to go. Good idea. So you might even keep this going for a while. I might keep this going because I'm just fascinated so by just it. you're just going to hoard gallons of your urine in your house. You know well, how, how insane that is, right? Like well, somebody's going to walk in one day and see it. It started with his toenails, that he right. keeps bags of his toenails for, what, three years? Yeah, yeah, at least. And now that you're doing your urine, you're happy with it. Yeah, it's, it's some weird form of, hey, another bottle done. 
I think what you could do is once a month take a bath in it. I would have enough. Oh, I would have more than enough. Actually, my oh, go my ahead. Aunt what? Once, my my niece, my niece, not little cousin, once yeah. got lice, and uh, my aunt decided that the way to get rid of lice was to wash her hair with her own urine. <laughs> so the idea of you why bathing not? in it, I don't know why she <laughs> thought this would kill them, but the poor little girl was forced to pee in like a a container and then have her hair washed with it. Now, did um did it work? I, I didn't even follow up on it. All I knew was that she was screaming and crying at four years old in the tub because her mother was pouring urine on her head. It, I don't know if it worked or not. If it worked, I'm already on my way to Fez Watley's lice remedy. Yes. It's already bottled, ready to go out. Millionaire idea. Now, does the, the pee thing turn you on sexually at all? Does the, you know how some people are into the pee games? Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I think Pat's into that. What does he want? He wants me to pee on him, but every time I try, I, I can't. You get pee shy. Yeah. Or do you just miss? Now, does he want it to happen in the tub or? Oh yeah, well, I'm. There's no. I got to do the laundry. There's no way right. I'm going to pee on my mattress. They cost money. I'm, yeah, that's not going to happen. So he goes, let me lay in the tub and then you pee on me. Yeah, but we've tried it like twice, tops. Yeah, never happened. Well, if he's really that into it, I could sw- try to swing by later and just give <laughs> yeah. a quick one. I don't. I don't get pee shy about stuff. <laughs> Uh, Hicks, the pee uh, stuff work for you at all? I'll, I'll watch people pee. Watching a girl pee, I kind of like, but I don't yeah. want to get peed on or pissed on anyone. But I'll you watch don't want it pee. to touch you. No, I don't want. But to you do her. get turned on by watching her. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like. I like that. All right, uh, and I'll open it up to people. Eight six six run zero fez. Uh, what about you, Dave? No, 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 no. Not um, a pee guy. I always associate urine with my own shame because I went to bed till I was like 16. I see. <laughs> so there was so urine is really my enemy in this world. All right, now you so you <laughs> you're trying to make friends with your it. apartment is going to be kryptonite to <laughs> yeah. him. So. You're, you're going to be totally safe in your uh, in your lair from him. Oh, I prefer if I had an outhouse like it was now, the old days. Here's the thing though for me. Dave laying in his own piss crying kind of turned me on a little bit when I just thought of 16 year old Dave not being able to control his bladder and crying I kind of liked that idea with the awful remedy that my mom had of safety pinning towels onto my bed the piss would go through the towels but as I slept I would kick up the safety pins and so I would be bloody by the time morning came around you know it's a towel it's not like a sham wow or something where it's actually gonna catch the moisture she didn't get it my sister peed the bed till she was like 11 and then my mother we had to replace the match and we shared a bed (laughs) (laughs) finally my mother bought two twin beds and my sisters kept the plastic wrap it comes in on it so she had to sleep on crunchy ass plastic wrap for a good two years before my mother was convinced she wasn't going to do it again. Uh, I remember a, a party when I was younger and two of my buddies crashed in the same bed and one of them pissed on the other one during the night and then tried to sell it as somebody pissed on us oh. and was saying, uh, hey, was anybody else <laughs> in the house last night? Because someone pissed on us. I go, you fucking drunk. Uh, this oh. story is just an <laughs> embarrassment. I We're had, in this together. Yeah. I had uh, uh, someone pass out in my living room one night, and everybody dragged him to the bed. This was eight years yeah. ago or so ago. Party day. So I go to sleep. He's on my bed. I'm sleeping on my bed. I wake up in the morning, cold and wet. Mm-hmm. He had urinated on on me and the bed. Walked out of my apartment 
left the door wide open. I lived in the projects. <laughs> so he left me in my apartment with the door wide open with piss on me. And and I have I think I I may have spoken to him six months after, never discussed it. Never but brought it up, neither no, one of you. N- neither one of us brought it up. You're good that way. <laughs> you are good about putting things under the carpet. I'm not gonna make him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> See, that's the perfect girl. Hey, I'm not gonna bring it up. He did something. Something horrible happened. Let's keep it quiet. We weren't even dating. This was just someone who passed out in my house. It wasn't even my boyfriend. Sure. Well, but still, that person would have to spend his life as a slave to me. Because I would just bring it up. You want everybody to know that you pissed all over me and then left? Because I'd, I'd love to put it out there. As a kid, sleepovers were like the most pressurized moment for me because... I can't imagine. Yeah, because I would have my like this thick... Um, sleep. I mean, sleeping bag. But then my mom would continue the safety pinned towel in the sleeping bag, which wouldn't work. And so I pissed on my friend. I would soak through the sleeping bag onto my friend's couch. So but, I would, I would, I would wake up and you spill. know they do a thing in the hospital where they'll put like a piss condom on you, right? Yeah. Why don't mm-hmm. they do that for kids? Uh, they should. It I would mean, be the most comfortable thing in the world. Wake up in the morning, fucking tie it off, chuck it out your window, and go off to school without a problem in the world. How about the kids get up and go to the bathroom? You can't. <laughs> you can't. That's the point. Mm. If I could wake up, I would have. I had the exact op- I mean, but, let, let, before we get into this, isn't it the craziest thing in the world that we do wake up to piss? I mean, mm. just think of how many things while you're sleeping you don't control. If I could control my dreams, I'd be the happiest motherfucker in the world. But I can't control my thoughts while I'm sleeping, but I can control my bladder. It's nuts. That, right, go ahead, Fuzzy. Um, the sleepover, I had the exact opposite problem. Cause I used re- to blow kids. No, that's okay. not the opposite. I thought it was. <laughs> I used. I would never use someone else's bathroom. So a sleepover was a nightmare because you get there like what six or seven the night before. If he came to your house for a party, he would not be able to use your bathroom. Now, Sunday he came to my house uh, for Super Bowl Sunday. And that was the first time you've used my bathroom in years. Yeah. And I was cracking up because I'm like, he must really have to go. <laughs> uh, and, then, of course, you were eating and drinking a lot. And yeah. then it wasn't that comfortable and it wasn't any problem for you? Well, you were able to do it? Not really because someone stood outside your bathroom door saying, hey, can you keep it down? We can all, <laughs> we're trying to hear the game over your pissing. So, yeah, and as soon as I heard the voice... The cold chill went up, uh, went down the spine and just slammed the bladder shut immediately. In mid-piss. So I had to really just stick around in there for a while so I could get it going again. You know, the weird thing is, you have huge shame for some reason. Mm-hmm. Dave has some weird, a lot of shame. But he fetishizes his and yours is just, you block it. Right, yeah. What you should do what Dave does and enjoy it. Yeah, you could do it like that, you know. You're like a pain junkie now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was what the tattoos were for and stuff like that. Sure. And I don't mind getting hit, you know, and all that kind of nonsense. I mean, spit on. There's an spit on for sure. Spit on slapped in the face. <laughs> I was really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, fuck yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> slapped in the face. Here's the thing, though. In the face, not on the side of the head with the ears where you cause ringing. Ear popping, yeah. Yeah, because I've had that during intercourse, and that's not... I, I literally have to do, like, a standing eight. I'm like... What's, yeah, what's and ear pop is, uh, and I don't why it's not used in fights more, but just a, an open hand on the air can fuck up your equilibrium. Exactly. It's the smartest move to do, because you literally can't balance. 
Who was the uh, the old um, L.A. Ram? That uh, oh, Deacon Jones. Deacon yeah. Jones. They had to outlaw the ear pop because he would come up, pop the guy's helmets, and just about put him in a coma. <laughs> the <dreaded laughs> head slap. They actually had to have a rule like, I don't understand this, but you can't slap somebody in the ear hole. And no wonder those guys are concussed now. Yeah, they were All used to get punched Deacon in Jones. the head, right? Just because he couldn't play fair. <laughs> The guy who they say uh, would have the most sacks of all time if they kept that stat yeah. back when he was playing. Uh, Fezzi, you think now you want to keep your urn, you're keeping your toenails. Do you not keep your hair? Because I feel really weird about your hair being just lost. Really? I'm wondering how much hair. Well, I know I need a haircut, but... You're extending the not wanting to use other people's bathrooms to not even wanting to use your own. Like, you don't ever want to flush the toilet. You, I, uh, you know, here's the thing. So he's explaining the other day that he's peeing in, in like, a bottle like this. And uh, I go, I don't think that's good for you. But somebody wrote back that you can actually get infections be from blowback into the piss hole. Yeah, like if I'm completely covering the opening... You know, make it mm -hmm. so that nothing can squirt out by making a seal there, an air seal, that I'm running a risk for infections. So uh, you, you decided to switch that up, right? Yeah, so I went and got, like, uh, a bunch of different size funnels just to see what works. Oh, that's a great idea. Go and get some piss funnels. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the yeah, and, and you have to ask for those. They're not the easiest things yeah, to you find. Yeah, you want a piss funnel? Yeah, do you have piss funnels? Well, okay, you know, use a regular funnel. What's the difference? Well, because uh, you get, they're like the kitchen funnels where they're different sizes for you different bottles. You know what bottles. you should do? Go to the hospital and find one of the carts and just swipe all the uh, the little handheld jug things <laughs> yeah, that they uh, have. Take it from sick people. Oh, my mother shows. My mother shows up at a hospital with shopping bags. Oh my Every God. time we have a, we have a baby, she just shows up and swipes everything from the carts and brings it home. Now just those, get the piss jars. Now, when I was in a hospital with the heart attacks, those were the hardest things to. Use. Well, I had trouble with the exterior condom. That no, was really bad. And then those piss bottles, they had to measure it before they would release me. I just want to see something. There is an interior condom? Because that's the fr most frightening thing I've ever heard of. Oh, I meant catheter. Ah. Exterior catheter is what I meant. So, it is yeah. an interior condom, so to speak, <laughs> technically. Well. But I think now, you know, I think, you know, maybe after this experiment, those bottles wouldn't be so bad to try to use. And they're handy. And they measure more accurately. So you like the idea of measuring. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day that you only come up with a half gallon. I'm, I'm wondering how that makes you feel about yourself. Right. Or it's, so uh, you got prouder when you want a gallon in a, in a quart. Yeah. like So I've kind of built up day by day here, and I'm like, it's kind of like I'm trying to set a personal best each day. Sure, you should. I had a neighbor who used to piss in jars and then throw them at our door. Just, I hope you <laughs> don't become that guy. Family. <laughs> he was a weirdo. <laughs> he would piss and shit in jars and then throw them at our door until we caught him finally. But I, based on this, I think I know how he started. <laughs> he just wanted to see how much he could make, and we must have pissed him off one day. Solera makes me realize how much I miss from my dad having a job. It's just really, <laughs> there's so many exper experiences I didn't get to have. And you're not going to get them now. No, no. no I hope not. Fuck no. no. Oh, geez, would that be depressing? Once you have and then you have not, that's what I call Davy McDonald time. Oh, I grew up in this gigantic hotel. Sweet. Now there's lots of you-know-whats nearby. Um, I have a... Uh, I, have, I know this was brought up. This might have been brought up or touched on earlier, but why isn't Fez keeping his feces in the Tupperware? I mean, seriously. 
That's dirty. The urine is not, well. Urine is actually clean. Yeah, supposedly, like yeah. So. I would think feces is something you'd be. You can't drink of. your own. Is the is the is the run of the thing. And it's good for your for acne. I mean, I said this before <laughs> on the show. I think, but you they say if you piss in a towel and play on your face, it would clear up pimples. I used to do well, it in high school. What you do, and you piss on your towel and wipe it on your face, you make your buddies laugh. That's a fucking <laughs> urban myth uh, that you uh -oh. tell the dumb kid. Oh, because I was doing it in the privacy of my own home. Right. And you ate your own cum, so who's to say with you? Yeah. How many people haven't, though? <laughs> I, every guy I know has a story about doing that. Again, what I missed out from my dad having a job. It's just amazing. <laughs> the group of a people <laughs> I did not get to meet. Uh, Dave went a little further with his own dads, according to him. Yeah, I was sick at home. My parents had banged in uh, in a bed. My dad had kind of like shot a load. But then I was sick, and my mom said, uh, "Why don't you, you know, lick your dad's cum?" No, when <laughs> whenever the I, remedies are best. Whenever I was sick, my mom would say, "Go in into our bed, watch TV, because they have a nice big bed and nice television." And I looked over, and there was still some jizz on his pillow. So I put my finger in it. And a little bit. Why what? would your mom send you into a jizz-covered bed? She didn't know that it was still there. But you think it was pudding? Like, why would you? Eat? No, I, mean, I knew it, it was I my think dad's. It was not. I knew it was my dad's cum. But <laughs> I had, I had gotten You'd know it anywhere. I was like, I forget how old I was, but I had received a blowjob. Thirty. No, I was not thirty. And uh, a girl said that my jizz tasted terribly, so I wanted to see if it was genetic. But your mom was still letting you when you were sick go sleep in their beds, and you had already like, gotten a blowjob. I was like nineteen or whatever. Why? Would, what was so special about her bed? I was just very comforting. There was a very big bed. It's on the second floor in the house, so it overlooks the lake and uh, big television. Overlooks the lake. Wow, oh, giant! I don't know what I'm doing. Now I live across the street from a liquor store and a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> It's very convenient. Yeah. It overlooks the jelly. That's my view. <laughs> I'm going to go out for a Boston cream and a shot. Oh, yeah, I am. Fridays, baby. Remember when you used to do the gimmick when you lived in Brooklyn, act like you were taking the dog for a walk? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Those were the days. The suburban shit is, you can't, you just can't do you that You can't anymore. live a life out there. No, you, you went way too suburban, though, because where we live, we have a local bar, we have, the, you, you know. You can't go for a walk with a dog, though, even where you live. What are you talking with about? With a There's dog a and a shot? There's a park right down the street. Where, oh, I wait. know where you live. You live in a nice neighborhood. I can't. Yeah. I couldn't expect that. Brooklyn, it was like a free-for-all over there. <laughs> I wouldn't go to Brooklyn. Every time I go to Brooklyn, I expect to die. I hate Brooklyn. It's awful. And everyone talks about how how wonderful it is. It's having this renaissance. It's just annoying. Because yeah. you walk one block over, and you're like in projects, and people kill right. you. And there's, you know, the highways don't run through it, so you have to go local. Every time I'm going through there, I lock my windows. There's just a couple neighborhoods that the kids live in that they've kind of made cooler because they can't afford Manhattan. Yeah, but, but people that can't afford Manhattan aren't going to move there. Yeah, our street was literally on the cusp of that type of, you know, cool Brooklyn and really scary fucking Brooklyn. And how's that different than your neighborhood down in New Jersey? It's 100%. And how, like, Astoria... All of the places I've lived as an adult. It's always the cuss. <laughs> We're like on the line. We're like, like on the tracks. The eternal outsider looking in. Always saying, Even now you're in that room looking in. I, I'm almost there. I couldn't be a part of the socials or the greasers. They're like, I'm just a part of the Daves. You he's, saying, he's saying the realtors all the time, what do you have on the cusp? I'm looking for a nice three bedroom right on the cusp of something nice. Something that's kind of scary, but not like, you know, I'm going to get raped. Scary. <laughs> just push down and have my wallet taken from me. Where I can just look out and feel bad about myself <laughs> across the street. 
Yeah, that I like was the weird. I like the view from your back door though. It's nice. Is that so? No, <laughs> I would never want to see that. I'm saying on, to the patio. The oh, you have today's no. the day. I have today not. it is. No, let's go. Let's get liquored up. <laughs> uh, Dave McDonald uh, sharing his cusp life with us. It is the Ron and Fez show, by the way. Unmasked tickets now available. Go to two hundred two friends Twitter. Uh, Fezzy, we are going to be doing an unmask with um, Mr. Tom Green. Don't interrupt me. Tom Green, the great Tom Green, uh, fantastic uh, com- groundbreaker. Mm-hmm. And he's going to sit down for an hour and uh, tell us about being mean to his parents in Canada. Uh, and then I also, uh, Sunday night on 202 Friends, we're going to give away. I want you to pick out a couple of good prizes, Fezzy. Okay. So, so during the next break, you can bring it up to us couple of good prizes of stuff that we can get away for Valentine's Day trivia because uh, I don't know whether you watch the NBC shows, but the theme thing was being alone at Valentine's is apparently a big deal now. I don't think it used to be like I don't have a date for Valentine's, but they've turned this into the way they ruin New Year's Eve where you have to have somebody to kiss on New Year's Eve or else right. your life is a fucking disaster. They've now done this at Valentine's. So stupid. I don't it care about Valentine's Day. Pat and I have never exchanged gifts or a card on Valentine's I'm Day. I'm not sure anyone in a real relationship ever has. Okay. I think it's the fake relationship people. Oh, the commercials and TV? Yeah, the hacks that are on the radio and TV telling you you need to get this to show and then send it to her at work so the other people and all the shows fucking deal with this. Uh, Dave, would it bother you if you weren't with somebody at Valentine's? Not at all. Not in the slightest. I wish that Valentine's didn't exist because I do feel pressure as a married guy to come up with some kind of gift that's going to mesmerize my wife. And I never pulled off. How about make the bed? You know, like, okay. Now, do women really why like is, that kind of stuff, or is, is that just a lie? How about you, not just pissing it? There is, there is nothing that makes me happier <laughs> than coming home and my bed is made. I want to... F- Fuck Pat immediately. If he makes the bed, I'm I just I'm so thrilled with that. You know who'd be perfect for you is Ooh. if you start dating a maid. And just like <laughs> just go to any holiday inn, meet an Ecuadorian and take her home. You're like, I'm in the best relationship ever. She's sweeping under everything. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire must be like a porno for her. Well, yeah, I mean I think women would really be happy dating those kind of women. Or Mr. Mom. At the end, when he made his big turnaround, but he got oh, really sexy, Michael Keaton. But I think that when <laughs> when guys are really the clean freaks, they're gay. I don't well, think yeah. straight guys uh, are clean no, freaks. No, there are some. I mean, there are some uh, straight guys who just like to be neat. That doesn't mean that they're gay. That's that's a stereotype. No, you know? they're they're gay. There's a lot of gay slobs. You know. Uh, I don't hmm. know. There's a lot of gays that even collect their own urine. Yeah. So, so who's to say? There's always that. like spills in my house that I didn't even know were there, like milk spills, soda, you know. Just... You know, you're just hoping somebody else gets them. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm going to wipe that up. Other times I don't even see them happening. Mm. <laughs> <I'll decide. laughs> A lot of times you don't see them happening because you did it and then you just walk away and act like well, it's a surprise. He's drunk. Mm. On, or on, so. on today, <laughs> but... Like on Tuesday, I'm on not. Today. Yes. <laughs> My favorite paddle paddle tell me like when he's doing stuff, there are things that he just won't do that he just doesn't like doing, like putting away the pots because they're heavier and you got to bend down and find out how to get them. It's almost like a big jigsaw puzzle, how to get them to fit in the cabinet. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's brain surgery. So his big thing is 
oh, well, I don't know how you put them away. I'm like, what do you think? How do I? Like, I have the specific order how they have yeah. to be. I open the back window, throw them out the back window. I don't care as long as they're not on the counter waiting to be put away. There's a great thing that men pull off that, well, you're better than that to me. Um, and every man knows how to get to. That's, you're the one who knows how the toaster works, honey. I. <laughs> I know the bread goes in there somewhere, but I don't know where. You're just shoving it in yeah. sideways. I don't know how to do this. How are you able to pack the garbage down like that and then <laughs> yeah. carry it out to the driveway where the bin is? It's Fez, amazing. Uh, what is something for you that you could do but you let your chick do? I could absolutely uh, uh, um, change my children, mm -hmm. but I, I do this whole sob story of, I'm too big, and I'm going <laughs> to break my kid's arms, and then we're going to have an armless stand. Do you want that? I can't do it. I'm too clumsy. And then she's like, "Fine, just here. Give me this. Give me the sweater." But does she know that you could do it? She no, knows I don't think. She, listening to the show, she probably does now. But I think she genuinely thought I was scared to break his arms. Well, I know. I think I'd be scared to have you change Dan's diaper, <laughs> even without the big show. Not because I don't think you love your son and want to help him out, because you're awesome with them and you're a lot of fun. But you do play rough. Yeah. So that that could be just you're very you know you're very I mean there's usually one point in the day he comes over to hang out and and Colin will love him to death for the first two hours three then there's that one point where he does something so over the top that Colin will go upstairs and not come down again Pulls and his arm out of the socket <laughs> that's my Jake Roberts DDT and I'm like let's go and Boom. so okay changing the diapers I guess hey, see this is very helpful to have Solera here because beautiful woman hip woman. And also, wise woman, maybe teach some of these guys. Because I think we go back and forth with some of the guys that are in long-term relationships and no longer do they take care of those relationships. The guys that will date very well. And, oh, I can't wait to get this girl. And I've had this happen with so many of my friends that you will see them and they'll be like, I can't even fucking believe she likes me. This is great. We're doing things. We're getting out of the house. And within two years, they are telling me, Oh, God, it's such a fucking pain in the ass. I don't even know if I'm doing this anymore. And I'm always wondering what happened in those two fucking years. And a big point, I think, is men stop trying to impress women. Well, that's a big point. And the other part, women start becoming more demanding. Women, so they don't give us who they really are up front either. It, I mean, it's a combo. You change. I mean, mm -hmm. the one thing people don't realize is you start, at two years, three years, you start growing. And your goals change. And, you know... And then the other part is, there is a part of women that up front, they're like, oh, you know, this is fun. Let's just be, right. you know, no strings, no attachments. Let's not, we don't have any, we're not responsible. And it's cute for two years. And then at a certain point, they start getting bored too. And they want to know where this is going. It's just a natural progression. So when they, when they get into this, it's a no strings relationship. Mm -hmm. At first, they do mean it. It yeah. is not a lie from the it's beginning. It's not a lie. Because men tend to think, she trapped me with this gimmick of I don't have to do anything but occasionally we'll date and have sex. This is great. But at a certain point, that changes. Yeah, because I mean, everyone changes at a certain point. What you accept, you know, even I think what ends up happening, you know how girls mature faster than boys when yes. they're young? Mm -hmm. I think the same thing happens in relationships. Girls mature faster in a relationship than the guys. Mm. So they're a little bit further ahead, you know, so you, you, you're with someone two, three years. Yeah, it's fun. But at the same time, you're thinking, where is this going? Why am I wasting my time? I'm going to, you know, you, not that the guy isn't doing the same thing, but he's not changing his thoughts with her. The interesting thing is a guy can be married for 10 years 
and he can still be thinking, I don't know where this whole thing's going. I don't know if this is the right one for me. I think it is. I mean, we're, we're still having fun, but I don't know if a guy ever 100% commits. I don't know. Like Pat and I, obviously Pat and I are going to be together eight years mm-hmm. in April. And That's gigantic. Yeah, it's a long time. But I'm not I mean I'm not going to say it's perfect. We have a lot of fun together, but there's a lot of st- I mean really stupid arguments right. that we'll have and and like really serious arguments and there's sometimes when I'm just like every the week before last we had fun Thursday. I go to bed at midnight. I wake up. I call him the next day. I'm like, oh, you had fun last night? He's like, oh, whatever. I guess this is our life. What marriage is just boring. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. What did, what did you do that you thought was really fun and you wanted to celebrate it with him? And he's like. I was like, yo, we had a few drinks. We, right. we had some laughs watching TV. Then I had to go to sleep because I wake up in the right. morning to go to work. And, you know, there wasn't an argument or anything. The next day it was like such a letdown for him. We didn't have sex. Uh, this is yeah. a big problem. If we don't have sex at the end, of, like he'll set up a goal. It's a ruined night. Yeah, well, I don't even know why I bother. Like, why do I even shower? <laughs> why do I even shower if we're not going to have sex? <laughs> See, uh, let me take it back to the fun thing, uh, because the levels of fun. Because when you're like eighteen, nineteen, when you have fun, you and eight guys in a car going to Lauderdale, getting in fights, meeting strange women staying drunk for a week, and then later in life to go, wasn't this fun? And you're going, well, I was comparing it back to this other occasion. So, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting down, having drinks, watching Friends reruns, not the most fun I've ever had. I mean, it's not over the top, but it's a nice, relaxing night. I mean, I can't, again, that comes to people changing. Maybe eight years ago, yeah, I would have stayed up till four or five in the morning. Uh You know, but eight years ago, my job didn't mean as much as it does to me now. You know, things have changed. So, so that's what what it comes down to. I try to have fun, but you know, I'm not the same person I was. And I think that's what ends up happening in a relationship. Guys, this, the argument with me and Pat is like, I'm thinking you're trying to capture a moment that has passed. Right. You can't. You have to figure out who, you know, who you're going to be now because guess what? You're not 23. I'm not 25. You know, we have a four-year-old. I mean, a lot of times I'm just going to be like, we can't have sex because he's going to come in. Uh-huh. You know, there's, he goes, we'll lock the door. Yeah, that's, you know, sexy to have sex and have a four-year-old knocking out the door. <laughs> you know, hey, hey. Hey, guys, what are you doing? Hey. It is kind of hot. It is. I like that. I don't care what anybody says. I like to just yell out, something's happening to your mother. All right? Don't worry about it. Something awful is happening to your mother. Uh, Dave, can you relate with Alki's point of view, though? Yeah. Do you get where Alki's coming from? That maybe... Well, the focal point goes from from us to the children. Immediately. Absolutely. But only with the woman. The woman puts the focal point there. The man doesn't necessarily... (laughs) Right. The man is like, yeah, it's all about the kids, but he doesn't ever really believe that. No, the kids are just two more people living in his house. Yeah. Well, you you and Casey still have a lot of fun together, and, yeah. but you you had one kid right after the other, and it's awesome because right. I remember when you and Casey first started dating, Pat and I were like, wow, Casey, Casey figured out you know how to how to deal with Dave like on a long term right. basis, and I'm like I guess you just have to. Get as drunk as he does and, you know, hang out. <laughs> right. But then as soon One as you, you introduce Julianne and Stan, well, she had to decide, am I going to get as drunk as Daddy does on Fridays or will I be the one who makes sure the house doesn't catch fire? And I, she had to decide that, so you have to struggle with that. Dave they, had a very short honeymoon period where he was like, went from, this is crazy, I'm getting married, to 
now we're going to have a kid, too. You know, like he didn't get, uh, you know, a couple years to... Uh, two months. To kind of, to bore of running around. Well, everything I think will, that took him by surprise. The, the good thing is everything will work out in the end, and then you, if... Once they get six, seven, they go to school. Then everything kind of settles down, and you get you get back to having them. And at the end of it, they're all going to be gone, and then you get Casey all to yourself. I mean, I guess it's not as fun because you're all going to be old. He's going to be but- old and <laughs> really aching, and and back to pissing the bed. <laughs> oh. But you will go back to Florida. <laughs> That'll be great. Like, uh, yay, spring <laughs> I, break. I just think people set themselves up to, it, no one has the patience to get through that two-year, three-year bump or kind of, it, chicks have to have the patience to figure out, if I really like this guy, I'll wait till he's ready. And guys kind of abuse that sometimes and say, all right, well, she can wait seven years. Because right. it's usually the two-year mark is a, is a bad one and seven years. If you notice that relationships either last two years or, or seven years or like, you know, forever. <laughs> like at two yeah, there, there does seem, though, but I now know people who are getting divorced after ridiculous amounts of time. I know. I mean, crazy, like, they've been together decades, and they're like, nah. <laughs> uh, we decided not. Now that the kids are out of college, it just doesn't seem like... Why bother? Uh, what, are you, <laughs> what are you fucking doing, man? What are you thinking about? Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. But see, here's the thing about Solera. Uh, and life will throw curveballs at Solera, but she seems to shake them off. I'm not saying you're going to hit one out of the park, but you'll stay in the game. Well, yeah. I- I'm not a defeatist. And I think maybe that that's a Like, I'm just like, all right, whatever. This is it. You know, you could turn left and then get lost a bit and find it. I, I don't know. I refuse to pretend like everything's all bad all the time. Things happen. You just figure out how to deal with them. If they're good, you know, awesome. If they're not, it's not that bad. You're still alive and, you know, other things you have going for yourself. So that's it. Perfect name for you, Anti-Fez. You're the exact <laughs> opposite of Fez Watley. He's at home lying on a pile of money covered in his own urine God, and crying that <laughs> life is is awful. But when, when you hear some of this stuff, Fez, I know at least at the moment... It makes sense to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I'm thinking the wrong way, and it's like, then I get home to my, you know, urine bottle collection, Mm -hmm. and it all goes out of my head. But you've accomplished this wonderful urine bottle collection. That You have that. It's not done yet. Yeah. You have something to look forward to? You have cats and... Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, now I'm depressed. <laughs> Next. But, see, I don't know whether... See, here's the thing. Let's just say I'll keep not having fun or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Uh, about eight years ago, we would uh, go out. Everybody would be partying. Solera would be dancing on the bar. Mm-hmm. You look around at guys at the bar. Guys we know, guys we don't know. They're all fixated on the girl at the bar Everybody wants her, right? Everybody's like, God, I want that girl on the bar. Alki got her, right? That's his thing. <laughs> that's his achievement. But as a certain time as guys, I think we forget that. Yeah, that's not... I it. think we forget in the... And it doesn't matter who you are. You know, Brad Pitt's looking over at Angelina Jolie going, Oh, Jesus Christ. Again with the <laughs> tattoos? You know what I mean? Her thick fucking lips. <laughs> Another African baby. You you stop celebrating that thing. You stop pursuing who you caught. 
Well, yeah, there's that, and there's also the issue with a lot of times. Like I would say, most of the guys that we deal with, if you look at Dave with Casey, Mikey with his beautiful wife, yeah. even Franklin, you know, with with uh, Jeannie, uh, it's just. A lot of times, the guy also gets sick of being told, you're so lucky you have her. Right. And they, mm. th- there becomes a point where they kind of say, well, I could get any, you know, it's not like, I'm, it's not like she's settling but it, for me. But it is true. Alki could never get another woman. <laughs> uh, and of course, and Mikey Boy definitely couldn't. And Franklin wants cock. To be, <laughs> like, let's finally just say the truth. Okay. That has got to be a sexless marriage. Sucking and fucking. Uh, by the way, she was on uh, TV last night. And, uh, Doing the sign language. Oh, the interpretation? Yeah, she was doing the interpretation. She's so awesome. Like, yeah, she is. On John Stossel's show, the problem was she wasn't invited. So they got they finally <laughs> threw her out. They're like, you're distracting us. Lady, could you put your hands down for two seconds? Um, but it really is. It really is funny. And so you think guys end up getting turned off by the fact with uh, you're the lucky one. They don't yeah, want I don't think, and I don't think it's true. I think, uh, you know, if you look at all the chicks, there's obviously something really amazing about the guys they're with that they would, you know, not pursue another relationship if this guy is so lucky to have them. You kind of find the person that you, you're hanging, you know, that's good for you. See, this fuzzy, this is wisdom. Yeah. She flips. Because, I mean, as much as I can, I can go on and on about how, you know, Alki being, uh, drinking too much is annoying and everything else. She does? Oh, a little bit. Mm. But uh, there's also those, you know, until the day comes where I don't find it fun to to have a, a great time. Like, when I know that this is the person who's going to get everything I say and laugh the hardest at it and, mm. and make me have fun or, you know, that that's, I think, what everyone wants, regardless of even in a best friend, not even in just a, a marriage, you know. All right, but could he do anything that you would say, I'm leaving? Is there something that he could do that you would say, I'm not going to do this anymore? I, mean, I, would, I would assume something like criminal, like maybe, you know, if he killed one of the kids. I okay. Obviously, if he hurt one of the children, I think that would be it, but that would... So he's got to kill a kid <laughs> before she leaves. And him. not I like know, a kid. It would have to be my my <laughs> not, children, not, the neighbor not kid. just some random kid. Because uh, uh, oh, okay. maybe that kid you know, deserved have killing. We checked on them today. I told you, if you're going to kill someone out of the house, <laughs> don't do mine. I forgot yeah. the rules. Just like Dexter, he has a code. <laughs> She's a dream. Our Solera is a dream. Dave, how far do you think you'd have to go before your chick would leave you? Um, I will. I if I had sex with uh, another one of the broad. kids. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> so you think that that would do it? Yeah, for you. that would break. Uh, that would be the breakdown. Yes, there is. There is a bigger chance that we find out Alki is a mass kid killer <laughs> <laughs> than you get another woman. Not just based on your your looks, but that fucking half-ass rap that you've been dragging around. The stupid thing that you say to women. <laughs> I try my hardest with them. It got me a wife, didn't it? It really did. I can't. <laughs> you had a bullseye in your life. You there definitely you did. I just made sure she was drinking when I uh, <laughs> said all my shit to her. And Fezzi, I wish I could drag you into this conversation. You're still on the bench after all these years. Yeah, I haven't, you know, been close. Haven't gotten myself close. I've talked to a couple people. That is about it. Mm. I think you're starting too late. Yeah. It's harder when you start because you develop all these phobias that you really didn't right. have it when you were younger. To I and mean, the things you would do when you were like fourteen, fifteen, you, you have know, a lot of 
balls. Like you just right. do shit. Right. Like you I don't even things, know any better. Yeah, I would do things. I remember at fifteen going to Roxbury in Boston and a party in some like some project like i was yeah. just coming down for the weekend just found myself in some strangers you know project apartment walked out by myself loaded in the middle of the night so just having th- fun with everything yeah but so the things you starting a little late so you have to either be fearless or if you get, or just i don't know i don't know where it's gonna go if you're not fearless you're not gonna get many places mm. uh, you have a rejection thing huh fez Oh, yeah. Like, if I get rejected, I feel it. Even, you know, not it doesn't even have to be somebody that I liked for a while or, you know, tried to make small talk. I mean, it's like if I talk to somebody, like at the piano bar, and get rejected, someone I don't even know, I feel that rejection really yeah. tough. Yeah, you're feeling it like way. you would as a teenager. The reason is because you're ugly. And it's everything is... Oh, it's not that true. That is not true. I yeah. knew it. I but knew I was ugly. You know, we, you know, as kids, <laughs> when we used to go down to uh, Wildwood, you learn the numbers game. You're like, well, it's senior week. There's, you know, a million fucking girls here. I'm just going to ask everyone to sleep with me. And, and like, girls would say... You'd say, you want to fuck? You want to fuck? And they'd be like, get out of here. You're disgusting. And then finally some girl would just go, why would you say that? I just thought, thought it would be a funny thing. You know, you already figured out, like, she's like, what are you talking about? Why would you even say it? And you're like, all right, there's an opening here. I have gotten through. I have saved myself an immense amount of drinks that I'm going to buy. And probably found somebody that, you know, fairly liberal way of looking at the world. See, I just have that trouble with revving back up again to the next person. You want to defend the fact that you can't do it. You work very hard to defend the fact that you can't get out there. And that's what it will eventually get us to stop talking to you, because you will... When Why don't you, you do w- one of those cruises, like a singles cruise? He doesn't like to be out at water. He gets claustrophobic. Or like he can't yeah. one of those singles resorts. Yeah, he doesn't like to have a shirt off. Do you have the list of all the excuses he has? Yeah, for I have every okay. <laughs> you could wear a scuba suit. They're full Here's body the covering. The beauty of it is... They're clingy. Because you know what this? He will act interested in what oh. you're saying, and you'll be like... You'll come over and say, Hey, Fez and I are going to have a lot of deals. And I'll be like this. Oh, are you? Good. Good luck with it. Because I know what happens. And I've seen people jump into his life and burn out on it. Trying and they all will call me on the phone. Great news. I'm really feeling like Fez, you know... HTG be like, I've yelped so many great places for him. I go, have you? Great. Maybe he'll go to. I, I think if I were single, I'd probably be single for a long time. Unless, like, if I if it, if people didn't hit on me, I'd probably be alone. I don't have it in me. Not the rejection. I'm just too lazy. I don't uh-huh. like people. I don't like you know going out and making conversation at bars. It's odd. I don't understand how the bar thing ever yeah. became the acceptable place to fucking meet in the first place. Because you you're not going to be drunk all the time. Yeah. So what do you know about that? Oh, they drunk and they drink and they dance. Well, how much does that take up of your regular <laughs> life? Oh, he's a good dancer, and that's going to help out. I think the bar thing happened because it's easier to to make a, to do like the attempt, right? If you're drunk, it's easier to to you can let have go. a little bit more courage. Yeah. Uh, maybe join a book. I don't know what you like to do. Is there like a piss collecting club that you could join and maybe find fellow Not urine that I've collectors heard of yet? But I'm just really new at yeah, it. Yeah, so you could be a novice. And someone could teach you the ways of the collection. At least of storage, proper Maybe storage. Maybe what you gotta do is rent a place with a with a fucking pool, 
empty it and see if you can fill it up over the course of the summer. <laughs> just constantly pissing. And then the only time you put the tarp out is if it rains. Save the piss. <laughs> Save the purity. You're checking. You got one of those little things. You're the checking alkaline. the purity of the piss master. <laughs> Somehow some chlorine got in here. Everyone pissed more. This piss has been tainted. <laughs> Nobody go in the pool. Um... So you think it's probably since Fez waited so long, he's already so set in his ways. No, it's it's that now he has to run through what you ran through when you were 14, 15, right. where you went through the rejection and or or the first heartbreak, and you're doing it later, and it hurts more later because you have 20 years of all these other phobias building up. Yeah, even before 14, I think, is when yeah. girls are really mean. Like when you're in like third grade and you're like, will you go out with me? And they're like, ew. And you're like, nothing's <laughs> even fucking happening. I just want to say I'd go with you. Don't act like this isn't working out. We're not going to do a goddamn thing. I remember when I was like a kid, but verging on a teenager, and I really wanted to ask this girl out, and they were watching MTV, and she's like, God, I hate Scott White Whalen. He's so ugly with that red hair. And, and you're was, right next to her? I was like staying behind her. It's like with, the little Happy oh. Days kid? With, yeah, with Just in your Jets jacket. <laughs> what would you think? On the cusp. On the cusp. That, on the cusp, you poor fuck. <laughs> that girl was actually Nicole Atkins, for real. Then where is she now? She was on, uh, last time I checked, The Tonight Show and Conan and all that shit. Wow. Letterman. She wanted no part of you. But then when we saw her years later, she did see like she liked you a little bit. She did seem like that. Hmm. But maybe she was just shining it on for the radio show. But she did seem like, oh, Dave was the best. He was always so much fun. Well, she, yeah, she, but I mean, like, I, I, I had a crush on her, and she was like, hey, redheads are ugly. I'm like, oh, fuck. I dropped my little grape soda on the Aww. floor behind her. I love redheads. I love redhead kids. I well, love... The kids are the best. Oh, they're I adorable. And the adults. I love Conan. I think Conan is sexy as hell. I don't really? Know. Yeah. I, for some reason, I love it. I think it's great. No, Conan is back in the news uh, because they're now saying rep replacing Simon Cow, Conan O'Brien. Uh, the Fox people are checking in to see if he's interested. That's odd. Yeah, it is odd. He doesn't know anything about but music. Ellen's the same way. What does she know? She's awesome, though. Speaking of the outsiders, she always dressed like she's an extra in that movie. I love, <laughs> I love her outfits. <laughs> she's always dressed like Ralph Macchio. <laughs> it's the best. See, I used to like her when she would wear little suits. I think a girl in a suit is sexy, but that uh, other, like, I'm going to act like I'm checking your oil. Come on, honey. At least do something. You know, a guy wouldn't be allowed to go on there dressed like she's dressed. You know, he couldn't dress down that far. Uh, Dave, you're a Conan fan. You think this would work for him? No, not at all. It would totally diminish anything that he had. He's a funny guy. He doesn't need to be doing American Idol. You can't do your what skits. Do you think, I think it's a bad idea. I can't imagine he would want to do this. I think it's this. is It's just a work that Fox is occasionally going to throw out a name. Uh, you know, John Madden. You know what I mean? Whatever. People go, what? John Madden. But it keeps us all talking about them and their stupid show. That's probably true. Yeah. I like to see it go down to one judge, Randy the Dog, who has zero opinions. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Where'd everybody go? Simon, what do you think? <laughs> what happened? He used to be on my lap. <laughs> Why does he sound like Jivey? It's just aight. Just aight. It's just aight for me. You know, I don't, I don't no. know. Something something happened. No, he is going no. to be the senior judge. He yeah. will be the the judge next year 
that should take the show, and I guarantee you, he ain't gonna have shit to do. He'll just be like, I don't know, something. No, pitchy. no, duh. Oh, like, he pitchy. says no. He loves over pitchy and, over. and no, and I don't know, and a million billion gazillion percent. He really should yeah. figure out how percentages work. And the uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> just a hundred or not. And yeah. you can sing the phone book. Oh yeah. Um. So I don't know what's going to happen with that one or this fucking X Factor show. I don't. I don't know why. It's funny. Nine years in, it used to be the first couple of years it was just about the contestants. Now no one gives a shit. They know none of these kids are going to be stars. It's just what do the judges say? That's the fun part. That's why the show is slowly going going to fail. It's still number one, dude. I know. At nine I years in, it's very unusual. I said Pick a show. Pick a um, show that's been this big at that point. Monday Night Football. Um, I don't know if I would consider Monday Night Football an actual show. How long did the, uh, sports. the Ed McMahon one last? The uh, Star Search? Star yeah. Search? I never was really big because it was never even like on a regular network. Right. I remember watching that religiously. as a, yeah. I think what it is is just something fun to watch. Like where you don't have to think about it. I think that's basically, it's, it's basically popcorn TV, like stuff yeah. you don't have to think about. And then other people see it also, so you can bring it up easy enough. You're like... That kid sucked, huh? <laughs> While you're standing in the elevator. Yeah, you're right. She did sing. She did sing good. So I feel like we've connected. I guess, yeah. It's like the weather. The weather of TV programming. Right. <laughs> Something for everyone to talk about. How about this weather, huh? God, Wednesday could have... <laughs> if I had to hear the word snow on Wednesday one more time, they were acting like it was the end of the world. And make sure you make it through the day. What's going to happen? It's going to melt up my face. I may slip. Cold. <laughs> and then with, literally within 12 hours, everything is just completely fine. Now, yesterday, I'm walking back through Central Park, and we stopped to watch kids sledding. Best fucking thing I've seen in a while. Kids going down on these little discs, and I mean little kids, just fucking flying. No one watching them, no one making a big deal, just kids flying. But what making me laugh, these kids were running from like about four years old to 11. And they had a real nice hill for themselves. But it never dawned on any of the kids once they had the, their ride, how to walk farther over to the right and work your way. They all walked back <laughs> up the center of the hill and I'm not fucking kidding you, were being blasted. Just fucking somebody would come along and take them out where if this happened to an adult, we would all be going to a hospital. But the bumps a little kid can take is phenomenal. They're just rubbery. Everything is rubbery on them. Their skulls haven't even settled yet. Oh, when Colin hits his head and he has a he has an Irish he's, noggin, like yeah, it's big. He's got a melon. He uh he'll hit it and then his big thing is he just hides. Like he doesn't even want anyone to know that just he's let in him pain. Suffer his own. Yeah, yeah, he just goes and hides. Don't look at me. Don't try to comfort him. Oh, it's the best. And he'll just come out with a big, you know, knot on the side of his head. Won't mention it. He doesn't care. Just <laughs> I kind of got raised that way, and I even feel that as an adult, if I get hurt or sick, I like to just crawl into the woods and die <laughs> like an animal, away from the looks <laughs> of anyone. I don't understand people who want anyone to visit them in the hospital. That would be the worst thing for me. I, like, I wouldn't want to be sick at my house and have people come into the bedroom. Hi, how are you? <laughs> we heard you had a flu. Get out! 
Get out of here! But because you moved to a hospital, now people come over. What's wrong? Well, the, the point is, when you're in a hospital, the idea is you want to visit someone you love in the event that that's when they're leaving. That's the end of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pat hated being in the hospital. He always said, like, he felt everyone treated him like he like they were never going to see him right. again. But, you know, I mean, he was there for so long that at a certain point, people felt obligated to visit. It was nice. I thought it was, you know, yeah. a, a nice gesture. Meanwhile, he's sitting there with his, you know, huge balls and a pillow made for him. <laughs> <laughs> Just no one's shaving him or brushing his teeth. So I guess I can understand his his feelings on it. Now, I would like to say this. Uh, everybody at 202 Friends wishes Fred Brooklyn a healthy and speedy recovery. Our thoughts and prayers are with you, Fred. Please stop complaining about 202 friends. You have to... Now Now this sickness thing is on scale with the adult birthday, where you have to get a get-well card to someone before they realize that you like them. Well, we should know what everyone's doing at all times. Everyone. If I could just have a moment of silence. <laughs> and by the way... Okay, you're 43. I don't want to go roller skating with anyone. Whoever's 43 now, this is going to be my night. We're going out for a puppet show. <laughs> well, I'm not going to make it. I'm show. not going to fucking make it. I will if there's going to be puppies. It's puppet. There's no such thing as a puppy show. Oh, oh yes, there was. Super Bowl Sunday. I love Did the you puppy watch that bowl. Thing? Of course I watch it every year. Love the hamsters, love the kittens, love the puppies. No, when does it take place? <laughs> at, puppies uh, would kill them. <laughs> I watch it religiously. Is that a halftime thing? I, they play it before the Super Bowl in the afternoon, and you just watch puppies playing all afternoon, and it's the best thing ever. I, I didn't have it on because uh, I need to watch all the... Pre-game? Yeah, the pre-game. It's not like the Yule Log. I, it's adorable. They just run broadcast that. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is another thing I get. Uh, that Mafia Life Chris sends me constant updates of his baby pics of his kid be a text yeah he sends me updates of his baby's balls i think he's trying to entrap me he's growing up eh you've you gotta meet him <laughs> thank you michael no. j fox i can't <laughs> i what am i gonna do go to a bar meet up with a baby oh how are you your dad and i are friends i go back a ways with your dad I don't know what to say to a newborn baby. Look at me when I'm talking to you. It's growing up, eh? I, I, the, you, you know, the. What do you think of the baby? I love them all. <laughs> I love them all. I think they're all adorable. Yeah, but I, how about this one? I, it, I wouldn't be able to. If I had to go find out there were a bunch of them in a room, I wouldn't be able to pick out one over the I, other. I'm a ba- I, I love seeing babies. So I think you just have to be a baby person for that. But when I have a baby, I don't expect everyone to run over and look at them. I want you to go over to Chris's house and spend some time. <laughs> Russ, <laughs> make sure you give this baby proper attention. Then he would just say this. Make sure. There's something wrong with his thumb. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I can't help kids with their bad thumbs. I don't know what to do. Look I don't at wrap it in something. Look at the head, he's dumb. He'll never have a silversmith career. <laughs> what have they done? <laughs> what have they done to my boy? What happened to my boy, my baby boy? They massacred yeah. him. Like, Dave has problems with Stan, and I'm just like, you know, that's awful. You better take off tomorrow. <laughs> Other than that, I am useless. <laughs> it helps out. 
I'm not going to be sending you photos all the time. I said to you to think it's the dog about 30 times. I don't know what else it could be. <laughs> yes, it's not the dog. Thank you. Did you check the dog, though? <laughs> do we know for sure? Because they have hair on them. Yeah, I know. They do. And we've checked the dog. They could be shedding. <laughs> they could shed in the baby's nose. They shed in the um, baby's nose. My so, baby's yeah. thumbs are all out of whack, Rund. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But see, I and see, I think there's a difference between me and you, Fez. I'll get that out there. I don't want to go to your wedding or baptism, Briss, or visit you in a hospital. I don't want you to do anything for me like that either. But I do love you. And when, you know, if we happen to bump into you, that's wonderful. No strings friendship. What? Is it's that fun. such an awful thing? No, it's great. I'll show up for those things just because I like them. You show up at everything. Yeah, because I I like them. They're fun, but I, I I you know I don't expect anyone who doesn't like them to show up. Now I saw you at Swissy's uh, wedding. It was not beautiful. Not that I was there, but I got yeah. four hundred pictures sent to me that I could purchase. <laughs> you know, there's four hundred of these. Hers was the best. There were pictures of her getting dressed. Yes, <laughs> I got to see her on her wedding day in a g-string. And these pictures. Wow. And that's not bad luck it somehow. Took, it took four bridesmaids to try to get her in the dress. My favorite is we're, I, I'm, I swear to God, arm deep under the skirt, pulling on the, on the thing. Yes, Another I've seen the one's, pictures. Yeah, yes. shoving her breast into her, into the bustier part. Pat's coming up the stairs. The door was open and her, her tits are all out. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, everybody's like, oh, Pat's like, oh, close the door. She goes, whatever. You've seen them already. That's how we've met. And she's True. like, you don't have to announce this to <laughs> To the camera, it is the wedding day. Your future father and mother-in-law. I, I, it was just everywhere. It took us about an hour. Put it in the vows. It was just beautiful, though. She looked like a rock star. Loved but, her. Loved her veil. It is. Yeah, she was gorgeous and gorgeous place she was at. And yeah. I haven't met her. Her husband he seems like a great guy. Mm -hmm. Why did you wink at me? I did not. No, I tease. I don't tease. All right, we got to take a break here. Fez, tell me what more of these libraries you got to do. I have four to go. So let's see if you can do one of them really quiet. Uh, we'll take a break, Ryan Fish. I don't know what the hell it is, Bill. I've been smoking this pot all day, and I still can't get high on it. What kind are you smoking? Well, all marijuana is the same, isn't it? That's the mistake a lot of people make. Ryan Fish show. What a great surprise today! Our our friend Solera has dropped by. Uh, I took Solera down to the bathroom, Fez, and then to walk around and uh, look at the stuff. She has your height thing. Not oh, really? uh, comfortable looking out the window so much. I don't like it. I don't like getting too close to these windows. I felt queasy. And I said, sometimes we have you put up, and she goes like this. Still trying to break them, aren't you? <laughs> I go, it can't happen. I go, no. I gave up any dreams of breaking them. I can't fix them. I can't break them. He's a force of nature all to himself. Why don't you just enjoy him? You know I what know. I love when I hang out with Fez? Caddy Fez. I, yeah, we always I, get Caddy Fez, and, and Alki and I couldn't be happier yeah, um, when Caddy Fez is sitting next to us. It's it usually best. takes an apple teeny <laughs> for the real cattiness to rise up. Well, he went from Caddy Fez to Angry Fez. Oh. You know, like with the Jeff thing, the old Fez would have caddied it up and mm -hmm. had fun with it. And he went right into, I hate him and always have. Well, I think that, I mean, I don't want to speak for Fez. I was, I, it may be more of a reflection of where you're at than what is actually the reality of the past. I you know what so. I mean? Not, I believe the not same that way. that was always the case. It's just, you know, that, uh, whatever 
things were grating on you, and then that was kind of like the one thing that made everything else exacerbated. But I agree with you 100%. Yeah. But I'm saying that's where it used to be Caddy Fez, yeah. where he would just said, well, let me pick out something to make fun of this and this, rather into, it's hate. It's total hate. <laughs> There's nothing. It will never change. <laughs> um, and Caddy Fez works uh, good until you bring up the word why. And then he just has no idea. Well, I don't know. Then, then he's caddy to you. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, we'll go over some of the stuff that we're going to give out uh, Sunday night. What about this, Fezzi? A signed copy of the Carly Simon Never uh, Never Been Gone. Very nice. A uh, signed copy of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives by Guy Fieri, who uh, would love to be closer friends with us and I always forget to call him back. He's always saying, please, let's be just call me for no reason. Call me from home. There are certain people who always do that. Let's get together for real. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I, like getting, I like being around microphones. Pick out a diner, drive through or dive, I guess. And uh, so all that will be coming up. We also have to go through. Now we finally stopped the... There, nobody else can sign up for the Penny Stock Saver jingles? Yep, what got in, and that's it. That's all that's uh, going to be judged. All right, so um, the new ones start with Rick here. Yep. We'll try some of those. Let's hear how Rick's doing, see how uh, his Penny Stock uh, Chaser jingle goes. PennyStockChaser.com I think we got a winner. I don't know if you could beat that. That was pretty damn terrific. It's right to the point. I want to check again if it came in under the 45-second rule. Also check and see if we lost the whole beginning to that one. Let me just hear it again. PennyStockChaser.com That's good. Here's JD from Whackbag. You'd be crazy if you didn't always believe that Whackbag had the most talented people out there. Uh, JD just let. I wish it was a little more redundant, but other than that, I thought it was great. Here's Glenn Fa. Stock alerts from Pennystock Chaser. 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 Pennystock Chaser does not guarantee the cum will drip out of Fezzi's nose. I didn't understand the last part, but I loved it. Richard has one. We chase the penny stocks. That's what we do. We chase the penny stocks. I swear that it's true. We chase the penny stocks. We do it for you. We're the penny stock chasers. Chase it for you. We chase the penny stocks. That's what we do. We chase the penny stocks. I swear that it's true. We chase the penny stocks. We chase it for you. We're the penny stock chasers. Chase it for you. 
thepennystockchasers.com. I love the fact they use uh, Randy Macho Man Savage for that one. Uh, Fez, here's one of your best friends, Leader. Yeah. E-Trade is for faggots. 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 PennyStockTaser.com um, I liked it. I think you used another product probably way too many times. Right. It had that redundancy thing you were looking <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, it did earlier. have that. And it is, it's catchy. Um, let's uh, head on over here to, well, Scotty has already sent in a couple, Fez. He, he did the one that you love so much. Right, yeah, where he talks about uh, my love of men and sucking cocks. Right, so you like that one. He's got another one. Here's Scotty. I hope Ronnie B hits it big in the penny stock market. He works with a ginger fuck and a great big fat cum target. Hmm. I hope for Ronnie B penny stock chaser dot com starts working. Because other than that, the only thing he's got going is the golden orphan. I like that he said something nice about Hicks in there. Yeah. Um, but let's try Love Tester now. Love Tester uh, is his name. When you want stock insights right inside your inbox... Uh, Brad wants to rap for us. Penny stock chaser, many cock facer. This is gay, but he met money. Penny stock chaser, Tanaka taster. That's a secret. He no dummy. Chamakilla, Ubakilla, Asa Maigen. Hula Hisa, Bakalika, Pota Taigen. Shigalima, Humahinga, Hila Hubin. Jesus reigns. It's the best. I'm impressed. What I invest passes the test. Oh, uh, you know there's a thousand bucks on the line here. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's no name. No name. Too legit to pick. Too legit. Too legit to pick. Penny stars. Too legit. Too legit to pick. Too legit. I'm not sure we can get away with that, but right. uh, sampling is big with the kids. Here's Dale. Dale. Son, what's the matter with you? 
Well, my daughter ran off with the ice man. My wife done run off with a stockbroker. And I'm about to die, and I have nobody to bury me, and I've only got one cent left in my name. Oh, don't let it worry you none. Looky here. So you've only got a penny left. Well, listen up right now. Oh, you invested wisely, and here's where I tell you how. PennyStockChaser.com could change gray skies to blue. Sign up, log in, it's the easiest thing to do. PennyStockChaser.com, so many great stock tips and not a single dirty trick. You can't go wrong with PennyStockChaser.com. And the last submission that we have, this is for a young band run by the name of Fez's Ass. Fez's Ass. Hey. StockChaser.com. Now, if that is your actual ass, Fez, I don't know whether that would be fair. It is not my ass doing that, you may singing that tune. You may have to fart for everybody that's uh, submitted something. So we'll get to the, I don't know, top ten or so next week. But just shit out of luck, and now you can't win the $1,000. Now you can't assholes. fucking win. All right? Now you're done. Let me tell you. Everybody who came in late probably blew anyway. I'm not really getting a lot out of them. That's the $1,000 prize from PennyStockChaser.com. Go to PennyStockChaser.com for free daily stock alerts and notices. Mm. So what else is happening with you today, Watley? What else is in, uh, in your wheelhouse? Well, I saw this British anthropologist. He said that... The Gay people can have kids by being nice to their sister's kids? No, he said that the um, average human can... The human being can only have up to 150 friends. Because now, well, you'd have to define friend. What about what, what Soler and I were just talking about? This is a nice fair-weather friend. Hey, that's my friend. Right, and he goes... Well, he says that it goes out in a ripple effect. There's circles of friends out to like 100, 150... But, like, the first, the inner circle is, like, the first five, and those are people he described as people you would go to jail for. But, don't we all already know this, that you have some friends that are better? Some, like, the butcher is kind of your friend, but he's not really? Why do you have an anthropologist to get people to quote this? They probably got a grant. Just, yeah, right. <laughs> it's they the, got money to do it. These stories come in, and they're just not stories. It's like saying, it seems like clouds are somewhere in between the Earth and space. We've figured this out. Well, yeah, I always knew it. Why does he max it out at 150? He said that the brain can't absorb anymore. It can't afford... Uh, it, can, it can't do 151. Yeah. It just happens to That's fall... On a, on a round number. I find it hard to believe. And, you know, it's more of a thing of this is what some people think the word friend should be thrown out there for. Because a lot of people feel like uh, a friend is somebody that you would go to jail for and nothing else. And other people will say friend because they have a mutual friend. You know what I mean? So they're like, hey, if Solaire is your friend, you're my friend too. Oh, and they'll just say, oh, my friend Ron met him over Slayers, and that's all they need to be a friend. See, I don't think I have five that I would go to jail for. 
You wouldn't go to jail for your for your family. You wouldn't go to jail for anybody. We've discussed this on the show. You said you wouldn't go to jail for your brother. You actually said you would turn your family members and your friends in. If I remember, if they, bro- the, if they yeah, broke, if they the broke the law. the law. Yeah. So what you want to do is get back to that conversation. Well, I no. I mean, it's just that I was just thinking. I don't know of. I think it was off because I don't know if anyone has five, five people they would go to jail for. Hmm. You wouldn't go to jail for everybody on the fucking show. If the cops came to me and they said, look, fucking turn in Chris Stanley or you're going to jail, you'd be like, take me, that motherfucker. I would let Chris go to jail. What Instead the fuck? of me. I, uh, I'd be honest, if a crime was committed in here right now, I, I would probably not be a witness and be taken to jail as a material witness just to, without even knowing who's sitting over there. Right. Because you don't want to fucking. I don't, you don't. I don't want to be that person. I'd probably go to jail for a hundred people. <laughs> Seriously, like it'd be that easy. You know what? Jail for you would be a break yeah. from all those the kids. Only pro- and the only problem is you can't use the bathroom. Well, what you can do is get yourself a nice little gallon jug, <laughs> squat over it. And a funnel. So this is back to you saying you wouldn't go to jail for your friends. But the centralized thing of are you friends with 150 people, we probably aren't. But there are at least 150 people in everyone's life that you are friendly with. You know? I'm friendly with my neighbors. Mm-hmm. I see them out front. I stop. We all talk. We gather in front of the coffee place. Are they my friends in the truest, you know, stand by me fucking movie sense of the word? No. I'm not sure that you ever really make friends that way, the way that you make your first friends when you're growing up. Well, I think it's just that, you know, it, it takes longer to develop. No, that you just suddenly have a criteria that you didn't have when you were little. When you were little, you this kid plays, nearby. I play, we're friends. This is my pal. And now you're like, yeah, I'm really friendly to this guy. What? You voted against McCain? Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, so you suddenly now have all these problems. But yeah. I think that you're at least friendly with 150 people. I wonder if I could name 150 people that I know on any sort of friendly basis. Maybe you could have did this when you uh, read the the article. I just thought of that now. Well, where did you want to run with this? Just telling us who you wouldn't go to jail for? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I do believe you when you say you wouldn't go to jail. I think you're underestimating it. You probably have at least 100 friends that you could name very easily. I mean, based on all uh, on all the people you've met over the last eight years, it's, I mean, every every city you can say twenty very close, and then from those twenty, have a, a good five from each of them that you can remember and say, you know what, that is a friend. But here's the thing, huh? Maybe he's been Jeff in that thing where he only oh. acts like he likes, let's say, Kathleen and Bri Bri. I love Kathleen. So do I. You see this Virgin Mary thing? She made this for me. <laughs> I wear this every day. She made this with a little hands. It's like a little saint herself. <laughs> she lives down there in, in Philly now. Wouldn't she have been a great nun? She does. Have she a nun has thing. that 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 uh that brass knuckle nun thing. That right. yeah, like it. I yeah. do like nuns too. I got nuns that live on my block. There's a whole house of them, and they all dress old school, like when we were younger nuns. Love it. I love. We nuns don't have too. enough nuns the way we used to. No, not there used enough. to be nuns all over my neighborhood when I was growing up. I had to do my first confession face to face. 
faced with a nun. Really? Yeah, because my, my mother, we would go over there and clean the rectory and everything, and so I didn't get the benefit of having to hide, and I had to tell her to her face, and then she told my mother. So <laughs> It is awful. But, love nuns. Yeah. Uh, well, you <laughs> digress. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say there was a daycare in Pennsylvania where they're getting sued. They were disciplining the kids by putting, uh, making them eat pickling salt. And I just thought the worst are those oral punishments where you had to eat. I had a grandmother who had the can of black pepper mm -hmm. constantly ready if you got mouthy. I'd never got an oral. I never got a punishment like that ever. I can't think of anything I had to eat weird like that. That's really. Why don't you just smack them upside the? Oh, I guess you're not supposed. They to. worry about the smacking. Oh. My parents much more believe in a quick smack. Quick smack is so much easier. Yeah. Or tugging the ear right above the ear, the little hairs right there. Just yank right really on there. Grabs the attention. But oral, yeah, well, they should be in trouble. That's kind of creepy. You're creeping the kids out. Because they're not allowed to smack is why they do it. They're, they keep trying to find out. You know, later they'll be like, well, we're going to play music in their ears real loud. Uh, <laughs> just fucking blast uh, punk music until they start just crying. Just put them in a room and strobe light them. Come I, on uh, in here, Davey Mac. I want you to come and sit with your friend Solera. I'm not used to him being out of the room like that. I think you're sitting in his chair. I'm old. So, no, I want you to sit there. I want you to sit there comfortably. He has to learn that when uh, ladies come over, he's still welcome. What are those ugly papers that you carry with you? <laughs> you're turning into Paul O. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, uh, when I was in uh, grade school, threw out some chocolate milk that I just didn't want to finish. You didn't want the rest of the chocolate milk. And um, this... Bitch, little, uh, this girl told on me that, I David, hate that David didn't finish his chocolate milk, so the nun made me take it out of the garbage. And there was like fucking half-eaten bologna sandwiches and all covering it. And I had to like go through the garbage until I found my chocolate Dave, milk. I mean, you're talking to them about like it's hideous. I see you eating out of the trash here all the time. Right. So what's the difference? I hadn't done it when I was a child, and that's probably why I... It probably, yeah, fucked me up forever. I, you know, I would love for us to leap past this post-hypnotic suggestion that something that happened to you when you were a kid ruins the rest of your life. <laughs> because things will happen to you. You will be in a car accident, someone will punch you... Someone will make fun of you. You don't have to hold on to it for the rest of our life. And because enough people have told us that we do, mm -hmm. that we all go out of our way to say that now. And it's just fucking bullshit. Well, it's I just one of the things that happened. Right. You eat out of the trash. You're fine with it. Oh, yeah. You should just look back on that memory of, hey, one time when I was a kid, I ate out of the trash like any other fucking time. Maybe it was a good thing, I guess. It's gotten me a lot of free meals now up in this building, <laughs> I can tell you that. It doesn't bother you. Not anymore. Um, Dave, how many friends do you think you have? I would say 400. You, so you think you're up to 400? Yeah. Now, I will say this about Dave. He considers just about everyone a friend. He's, he's a great guy that way. There is, In, it's very hard to be his enemy. Including the people that he fights with. Yeah. Like, n he would fight with Franklin or Earl and then be like... Oh, yeah. Then be like... Friends. But I love those guys. Definitely. Why are they mad? I thought we were just fucking around. <laughs> and, like, in Franklin's mind, you and him hated each other. He did not know. He thought your entire life was focused on ruining his. And I'm like, but... 
Dave thinks that's being on the show. He's just having fun. Yeah. And he's like, he absolutely does not. <laughs> and then you see him. You're like, Franklin. <laughs> What's going on? And then, you know, Why the pressure, <laughs> big guy? Well, it's also because, I mean, your brother, you had two, you had three yeah, brothers. Three. That, you know, so you have that feeling when you come from like a big family like that where everyone, you think it's completely okay. So you just say how you feel. You have a big fight, but then it doesn't mean you don't like them anymore. It just means you had a fight. Well, that's actually the way to bond. I, I, yeah. Brothers don't sit around, at least in my family, don't sit around saying how much they love each other. They sit around no. busting balls, and yeah. that's, that's how you express that. When you're tiptoeing around someone, you're not really friends. Correct. Mm -hmm. There is something to be said about that, but at the same time, why treat strangers better than you will your own fucking friends and family? Well, I don't know if that's the case, because uh, by treating them better means, yes, you're polite, but would you go to the extent for someone you're polite to that you would for, let's say, your sister, who you may have, uh, you know, cut all her right. hair off with a scissor when you were younger. It's I will tell you this. Never get in between scissors, uh, sisters. When you think they hate each other, you're wrong. And when you think they're totally loving and sweet to each other, Oh, that's when wrong. they're the worst. Mm -hmm. yeah. When they act really nice to each other, it's when they're... When they're are hating each other the most like and yet i don't know if there's a power power in the entire universe as powerful as when sisters are together mm. oh, God, i mean brothers are the same way mm, not really yeah i i think when i see you know my boys the way they fight with each other like most of the time they don't like each other they shouldn't if they weren't related they wouldn't be friends but yeah. i know that there's like there's not going to be anyone ever who's going to say something about either of them to the other one and have the other one just be like whatever that's my I stupid brother I honestly think you, you can be like with this with brothers though like you can be like you know I think I saw my brother at the mall the other day where you're not <laughs> going to <laughs> walk down the mall to make sure where sisters will do that <laughs> like Dave I know you love your brothers I do but do you ever get to a thing where I gotta be with my brothers, like sisters, I have no. to be together sometime. No. You don't have to be with your brothers. No, I mean, because men move all over the place, and brothers do that, too. I mean, they just, you, they're all living in different parts of the country. Uh, what's been on your mind lately, Davey Mac? I've been ignoring you all day today. I don't feel that way, right? Yeah, I've been ignoring you all day long <laughs> I don't think today. you've been, been talking I haven't been to paid each any other. attention. Well, can I, 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 could I turn around and ask you something uh, yeah, personal? Ahead. Because you're in the Project Runway Fantasy League. I am. I found out that this is the last year that they're going to be having fashion shows in Bryant Park, I want to know if that you think that was going to affect you in any way. Where are they moving them? To Lincoln Center. They need, need a bigger space. Yeah, and I thought that might fuck your league up a little bit, so I was curious to hear your... No, I don't see how where they move the finals to have anything to do with me. Because everyone on Project Runway is constantly talking about Bryant <laughs> Park this, Bryant Park that. Yeah. So do you think that they're It'll going... It'll be the same thing, though. It'll be Fashion Week still. And it was Bryant Park <laughs> that was saying you need to move. Yeah, because it was like the park is just too cut off from it's not pedestrians. A big, it's not a big park. It's a tiny little park, really. Right. I don't like the idea of being at Lincoln Center, though. That doesn't seem very flashy. That seems a little stuffy, in my opinion. Yeah, me too. Um, in addition to that, <clears throat> this is a huge sports week because it's All-Star Weekend, mm. Daytona 500, and the Olympics. All yeah, we're going to be busy. One. We're going to be busy. So that's awesome for me. Red McDonald's weekend. Yeah, this is Red McDonald's weekend. <laughs> However, I cannot... I uh, tell you how disappointed I am in the dunk contest. 
Why? Uh, Nate Robinson's the only one you know. The other two, two other guys are. Did they only have three contestants? What is the dunk contest? Saturday night. Mm -hmm. They have three contestants tonight. Friday night during halftime of the rookie game, you'll get two guys to dunk in, to whoever wins. They'll have a mini dunk contest tonight. Whoever wins will be one of four participants. You have so you have only four guys to start. And secondly, I'm actually starting to appreciate the three point shooting and the skills thing more than dunking. I like this. You mean the one with the uh, the guy and the the legend and the WNBA star? Mm -hmm. I actually think that's become really, the really fun. One? Yeah. The three on three where, yeah, they take like a current all-star, a fucking legend, and then a WNBA from the same You gotta city. hit a half-court yeah. shot. I like that. I, I really like that skill set. Now, this uh, also... It's great to spend time with you, but I haven't had anything to do with Chris oh, Stanley all damn. day. I've been very, damn. very busy. I have one last thing <laughs> all right, real, that. real quick. The, 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 the all-star game is in the new Cowboy Stadium, so this could technically be the biggest basketball attended game of all time. I'm not sure because there was some gigantic Harlem Globetrotters thing that used to be in the Guinness Book of World's Record that was like 150,000 people oh, showed really? up in Europe. Yeah, they just might some not giant... count that as a game. They might count that as an exhibition. Like, well, I bl I used to think the generals had a shot, <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, uh, Chris Stanley, what do you have for me today? Did that fashion designer kill himself affect your fantasy team? Uh, it did not, but it affected me on a human level. This guy's name was... McQueen. Um, yeah, something McQueen. Alexander McQueen. And 40 years old, huge fashion designer, huge money, has Lady Gaga in his stable. Which, if this is the 70s, it's like having Cher. If this is the 80s, it's like having Madonna. If this is the 90s, it's like having Madonna. So, <laughs> uh, I didn't have anybody from the 90s. I just went right back to Madonna. So you're at the top of your game. This is what we were talking about, happiness. The guy's achieved everything he wants to achieve. Everything's going great. And when you hear about somebody kill yourself, it always weirds you out a little bit. Well, it's uh, if for some reason, it always tends to be really talented, artistic people who may be in touch with something. Because technically, all those you know amazing rock stars and artists and everything mm -hmm. killed themselves, too. Cause Drug they drank, Yeah, I mean, they. it was all suicides, basically, because... I don't know. It, it it doesn't affect me though, because I just some for some reason I consider it almost like um like a, a a part of it, like that you expect it from from really famous people or people who are that accomplished or that that motivated or that artistic that they would. But it, but it also can come up in your own community where you're hearing like somebody's the one and like oh, just killed himself. That I upsets always, me more. I yeah. always wonder what you know. How desperate? How sad is that sadness? See, I'm not I'm not falling for the sad thing. I think it's way more anger than it is sadness. The sadness thing, hmm. I, I think at a certain point, it's still a murder, even if it's a murder of yourself. So there has to be some level of disgust and fucking hate with that. But you, it's interesting. I've never really heard people who would call an accidental, so, uh, you know, uh, OD kind of a suicide. And when you look at a lot of people, Let's suppose you even had a reckless life, you know what I mean? Driving real fast when everybody's like slowing suicidal. down. Or, it's still kind of suicidal. I mean, even when you see those people who like, you know, go, jump from buildings. At the end of the day, yes, you want the rush. Well, it's it's also you're taking extreme measures to put yourself right. in, in harm's way. You can't get the rush out of everyday out of, good life. Yeah, so there's there's some something to be said about that. I don't know if I agree that it's anger i mean there's a there has to be either a sadness or a need for control i mean that's the other part of suicide that you're controlling 
how it ends. Yeah. Like you're so either maybe the anger or the sadness, but you're deciding, all right, well, this is the only way I can figure out how to. I don't know much about suicide, though. I would say it, it saddens me when it's someone less. It's more shocking to me when it's someone that you know or in the area than someone mm-hmm. really famous, because it really seems like common in those circles. Like, the, I don't know, but I would hope that, you know. It wouldn't be something common in my life because it's really sad. Uh, Dave, you ever felt suicidal? Uh, I guess a couple times when I got bad grades and shit. Hex, you ever been suicidal? I felt suicidal before. Once I uh, missed a party on Staten Island, was so pissed <laughs> off that I honestly thought about throwing myself in front of a train. Wow, do you like it, to drink? It was very strange and stupid back then. I was afraid of bringing home a C plus. I said, I'm, that, that, "That's it for me. It's curtains." Can I tell you, if I were brought home a C plus, I'd have gotten cake. Uh, my parents' big dream used to be because you can't get a C plus without showing up, and they would have known that day. <laughs> Good point. My mom used to say, "If I could just see you get a participation, I'd love to see. I'd love to know that you went in there." Well, I guess our parents had <laughs> academic differences in that regard. Well, I don't know if mine could count as academics if I never saw the test. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, you have to be... I, and There were a couple of tests I'd go, do going because I used to go like this. Hey, smart girl, write down some of the same shit on my paper. <laughs> I always used to refer to girls as smart girls, and I'd go like this. It? Seriously, you're pretty, too. You're not just smart, you're pretty. <laughs> well, if that's the case, if I'm pretty, too. <laughs> <laughs> Washington, Let me help you out there. Jefferson. Later, I'll watch you smoke. <laughs> I want you to see me smoke. You're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, so never Fez suicidal at all? Not suicidal. I got to a point where I wanted to kind of hurt myself. Yeah. But I knew in the in my mind I didn't want to kill myself. Well, you say that, but you've never really come to grips with your diabetes and stuff like that, and went back in, which is kind of weird. You know, I mean, under Solera's rules of, you're not really going out of your way. To do what you know is right. You know? Right, yeah. Where you're like, I'd rather have fucking straight sugar than do what they say. Fez <laughs> thinks that if he takes the pills, mm-hmm. he can do whatever he wants. But then he goes back, and then he'll come back and go like this. They say now that they shouldn't even be eating all that sugar. <laughs> and he's like, yes, I know. That's weird. My grandmother did the same thing towards the end. Like, she had diabetes for a long time. Towards the end? Yes. Towards the end, my grandmother, the last year of her life, we just have to, we had to keep taking pudding away from her. Like she would, because yeah. she wouldn't care. And she'd take, she'd be like, whatever, you know, I, I'm just going to keep eating this. So, you know. uh, Now, Fred Brooklyn says he doesn't appreciate uh, the f- um, fake well wishes. He made an observation. Now it's fake and petty. I don't think so. Sometimes right. you can't. You can't. There's some people yeah. can't be pleased. Jesus, it's like a hole. You know what? Keep I'm very love it here too, the but he's sick. I'm, I'm just going to take yeah, this okay. in my mind. He's sick. He doesn't in feel well. Right. Maybe yeah, he's sick. Talking in the head. Yeah. You do get cranky. Sometimes. Yeah, he's cranky. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know being in the yeah. hospital. Really, I mean, I remember. Man, you're all cooped up. Yeah, there's no light. You have to share yeah. a room. I didn't come to the hospital to visit you. It doesn't mean I hate you. Just don't like to go over there. Then you got to find places to park. You just got to do stuff. <laughs> what about I text you? They always have parking lots in their valet sometimes. I didn't know that. But yeah. I've never been to a hospital. But and the smells of a hospital. I didn't want to go to a hospital when I was born. My mom made me. <laughs> After that, I was out. But going back to this McQueen guy. Oh, geez, you're really... <laughs> well, no, just... I just want you to know, it's not the same McQueen from the Cars movie. <laughs> it's not Lightning McQueen. Well, no, I was just going to say that. I think he finally he's done the Grey Escape. Oh, so you went to Steve McQueen. Oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're very well, proud of yourself. Yeah. I saw the little dance. Well, here's the thing. With timing, it has to be on time. <laughs> so going back to the queen guy. When, when, when you say, I want to go back to something, I have a joke, that means you don't have timing. So when talk about Fez's piss bottles, I... Huh. Now, did we find out exactly why the guy killed himself, though? Is, did... All right, hold on. Hicks has it. Uh, apparently, it was because uh, his mom. He was just fucked up over his mom dying. He got just dumped recently or, or broke up with us. Uh, well, guys that guy's dying. fucking great, isn't he? Thanks for killing Lightning McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> but the main thing was uh, his mom dying. Like that totally fucked him up big time. And uh, like the, I think the funeral was the day that he killed himself. When I uh, when I heard that he died at fucking Fashion Week like that, I thought maybe he had to use a glue gun and <laughs> couldn't make it work. <laughs> anything, anything to get on the run. Way. Maybe just give those people five more minutes. I can't believe they have the balls that someone can make take cloth and turn it into pants, and then you have the balls to judge them. <laughs> Fuck you. You had to ample time. How could you I take six hours? They're pulling a curtain down and turning it into a jacket. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sew a button on something that's already perfect. No, that's totally foreign. I think most things, are, most you know, things in art, you feel like you could do. I feel like I could paint or whatever. Fucking sewing? But if you go back far enough, some of those were survivor skills. Like a caveman had to come up with his own clothes to wear and choose to put on himself. Yeah, did you ever see what they look like? They look like <laughs> shit. They were animals. They fucking wrapped them around them. They were but, animal the, but Dave has a... If you ask me, can you come up with a song? I'm like, yeah, I'll hum it. You know, help me out. But I can't understand. They draw something. They go get a piece of cloth. Then they're sitting in no. front of a machine. And then fucking women come walking out and it's closed. <laughs> I think it's fucking insane to me. Like, I don't even think I could get, like, the armholes to even match up. Like, one armhole would be up here. Right. The other one would be, like, down by the waist. Here's what's weird. If you sent me back to the caveman days, if I was in, like, a time machine and went back there... I couldn't make a zipper form. I would not. I would not be able to move them on. Instead, I could like explain shit. Like, well, what we need is plumbing, right? Like, water will come into our house, and then shit will roll out of our house, and then we won't have to live around. And they'll go, well, how do you make that? I don't know. I, uh, I know we need things to turn, like switches for electricity. Yeah. We got to get that. It's not going to be. But I would not be able to fucking help out. Right. No. I mean, if you think of, there were, like, we feel like we're smarter than people in the past. Them motherfuckers could make a watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Taking a little tiny things, putting it together, and you fucking know what time it is with gears, tiny little gears. They were doing that shit 500 years ago. Just getting a fire yeah, if, started. If I was sent back to the past, I would just create a little hourglass. It would probably be wrong. Yeah. And I would just walk around turning <laughs> it over. It's just my watch. If I went back to that the past... That would be the best I could muster. I, I'd say kill me. Kill me like I was a McQueen. I can't live back here. Oh, God, well, imagine all those hairy legs. That's my biggest problem with going in the past is the fact that women didn't shave then. Oh, God. Oh, it would kill me. And the way they stunk, I think, like, I'm I could, sure they stunk so bad. I could create like a bowl, like out of wood. I would hold. I think so. You got to go way back to yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and I could do like a belt, carve, a like bowl. get a vine to cinch, you know, the furs around you. But I mean, it's nothing that I would be made chief of the tribe over. Well, it depends how far back in time you went. Could I bring duct tape? No, if I brought you can't bring tape, anything. I could no, you're going naked. Oh. You gotta come up with everything on your own. Well, why you gotta go naked? You can fucking go. 
You gotta go wearing some clothes. <laughs> but I mean, really, the I guess I could come up with some kind of a lever or pulley. I could fucking explain that. I don't know if I could finish it myself. <laughs> but it would, it would maybe a dam. Uh, let's take some stuff and dam. But I couldn't even help them plant crops. I, I would do be. That. I'm good with that. I mean, like, but whatever level they had, I wouldn't add to it. Oh. I would not be able to explain, move us along. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I don't think I could ever move along society either. Yeah. I could adapt and make whatever they have better. I couldn't even say, don't eat that. Like a particular <laughs> berry true. being identified. <laughs> You'd have to ask don't people. Don't do that. You'd have to ask people, are we really eating these mushrooms or are we going to trip? <laughs> what about, like, I think I could take, like, a... Um, like a glass rock or something, and show them how light works, right? What do they care? What do they care? Well, no, but like the sun would pass through the rock. And what and good does that do them? How's that moving anything along? So you're acting like you could go back burn. and steal some concepts, like oh, yeah. we revolve around. Yeah, I could get the idea that you could come up with concepts that you've already heard, but you would not be able to. Move the society along. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you could steal stuff like, what about democracy? <laughs> Instead of she, you know, yeah. what about we just vote for each other? Yeah, I don't think that would even work, though. Concepts, you wouldn't, it would be stuff that you yourself could prove, and I don't think I could prove anything. Like, all the stuff that I know, I just beg, like, it just is. I would just right. come like some weirdo from the uh, future. Yeah. I yeah. would just pretend I didn't know anything. And, and We no. are going around the sun. Yeah. They wouldn't believe you. How would you prove it? Well, I'm not saying I would prove it, but I would say I would take the glass rock and then have the sun go through it that would, like, burn meat, you so know? So if we went back to caveman days, then you could move society forward by burn. giving them fire. It would, yeah, like, it would, it, would, it, would, it would fry the meat. I'll give them that. If I went back to caveman days, I could do fire and make a wheel and that kind of stuff. So we'd really have to go to to <laughs> to that I'm level to of basic yeah. man well, <laughs> in order for me to be helpful. Far back. <laughs> have to help with language. And then you'd be just eaten because they'd be like, "Who the f what the fuck is this in well, my you cave?" Could, you could be the first person that came up with a side dish. You know, we killed this mammoth. We're eating it. Here's something to go along with it. Well, yeah, yeah, but you but you know, eating for pleasure, Fez, is very very new. They if they had a side dish, they'd eat it. You know what I mean? Like they didn't act like, oh, turnips don't go with fish. If what what they had, they'd eat. What about like golf or something? Like you take a rock and a branch, and then you just dig out a so hole like with your the hands. Like the early of the past, this is recreational stuff that isn't necessary. Well, but maybe it would be. Maybe they would be really into you, it. And maybe like now, guys like instead of getting like a seventy. Like, you know, for a round, would get like 32s. You know, they'd be so awesome at golf by now. No, they'd probably be dead because they were busy playing golf while the woolly mammoths were trying to eat them. You have to focus. Look, explain, look, look at the difference that if you could teach them golf or try to figure out how to make penicillin. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about changing the fucking yeah, way. Just that. imagine the shit that you had in your life that you would have died. Right. You would be a dead person. Right, most Fez obviously would have his thing would have killed him because you just can't go in with a. They didn't have to operate on him. Right, uh, I had scarlet fever as a kid. Goodbye, you're mm. fucking out of here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody, your tonsils, yep. appendicitis, pox. yeah, chicken pox was a huge killer. So really, if you could go back with some kind of skills to keep people alive, you'd be better off. I mean. 
I could tell them don't swim after you eat for 45 <laughs> minutes, but I don't think I'd be able to. I'm not even sure if that one works. <laughs> <laughs> the man from the future has explained <laughs> no swimming. Dude, we fully digest. What I, digest? I, I get Here's the funny thing. Where you guys are willing to go back and help them with your vine belts <laughs> and fire, sure. they probably would have just hit you in the head and ate you. <laughs> You're not really going back and helping anyone. Um, here is um, George in Austin. You're on Fez. Hey, Ron, can you tell that dumb redheaded idiot that glass doesn't happen naturally in nature? Like a rock. Product? Like a glass rock. Like a crystal. Yeah. There's no grass, glass there's rock. Glass, there's no, not. Glass rock. I couldn't even say it. There's, gla there, there's no glass rocks anywhere. Pebble Beach. <laughs> no, but there's there's pebbles. pebbles. <laughs> Going back to the golf scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I was positive that there was like some transparent What you think rocks. is glass rock is actually glass that has been rounded off over the course of time. That uh, may, that's, or, you're not going to be able to do that. I don't care. What is it? Yeah, uh, Fred called. Uh, he he thinks we're he's we're making them look like a crybaby, and he wouldn't go on. But then he hung up on me. <laughs> Seemed a little angry. What? Well, we didn't mean it. We gave well wishes. That's what I said. We were giving him we well wishes. We did not know he was in the hospital, and now he's complaining, well, yeah. saying we didn't wish him well. We had no idea he was in the hospital. If we would have, we would have given well wishes because we wish him well. We have no ill will towards Fred. But not one of us knew he was in the hospital. Right. That's all. I wish we did. Or else he would have he got a lovely card from the I'd song. go back in time. If we're using Just the time travel. Yeah. This is the only thing I want to go back in time <laughs> Twitter. for. Twitter. Get better, buddy. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's brought a card from one week in the future. <laughs> How's he done that? There's not much. And it's fucking sad for us. But there's not much we could have done to help society. Just like, let's face it, all of us have not moved society ahead even slightly mm. in our not lifetime. So you think like people in the 1800s were more capable of helping, say, they got pushed back a thousand years, two thousand years? No. Because <sighs> the 1800s people yeah, were still you know, pretty... What he's saying there is people knew how to make things Do back shit. then. Not, I, I think you could take somebody with a plumbing background, even today put them back down but just uh, not loser slackers like, like us, us. <laughs> right, yeah. well i i actually could probably figure out how to get plumbing going for people i would just have to find like tubes and stuff and i would where I are you would... gonna find tubes <laughs> in the jungle? i don't know they're i'd next, look for them in the, the 1800s the glass rocks. i See, could find them the glass rocks and the vine belts <laughs> i have invented a belt <laughs> But like there are people alive that. today, like <laughs> tradespeople, who could probably right. help move. Yeah, I mean, or, or let's face it, any mathematician would be. Yeah, but how many mathematicians are there? Look, Randy Jackson. That's it. Him and his <laughs> one billion percent. No, there's there like are three. people who do math. There's physicists. There's, there's like people ten of them. You understand. see them on Discovery Channel all the no, time. No, there's not. There's tons of people who <laughs> comprehend <laughs> math. That's like me saying no one speaks Polish. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Neither does Alki. It can't be done. <laughs> I would say out of, at, at any given moment, 10% of, of whoever's there is really like useful and people who know stuff and the rest of us right. just kind of hang around. There and... is a, there's a lot to be said yeah. for that, that there are certain people who, who bring things. something yeah. of value. Now, what's really funny 
is they're not always valued in the market. Like we're saying, nurses do something. They have a fucking rough time getting decent fucking pay. I don't understand. But a guy who can play the trumpet could end up living in a big fucking house. Hmm. Yep. A guy hitting the ball is better than some guy right now working on cancer research. Well, he ain't fucking fixing us, though. Because they all work <laughs> in my neighborhood, and I see them coming out there scratching their head all the time. I don't know. I don't know what the We're fuck close. I'll tell stopper. you this. They're down there. They're supposedly the fucking smartest men on the planet. And uh, what is that hospital, Fez, right in my Memorial. neighborhood? Um, New York Presbyterian? No, it's like Court, Sloan. Court, hospital Sloan Kettering. Special Surgery. Yeah. Sloan Kettering. Sloan Kettering has uh, uh, tons of them. And these are the smartest people in the world, the research scientists. And for whatever reason, none of them can parallel park. Yeah, they're <laughs> the most brilliant people on the planet. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Dave, Dave, you're on Run Fez Show. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Good. Um, I just think we're, we're symptoms of this disposable... Um, network that we're involved in you know we buy things we throw it out we're not connected to the natural environment anymore so of course we don't understand how to make things or produce them because it's just not part of our society you know we buy it we chuck it and we don't think about it anymore right and you know dave even brought this up even in the 1800s people had to know how to survive you went out in the woods and you survived and i think that like even when they came up with like matches even before lighter people were like wait what if you get caught alone without matches? These kids will die. We have mm -hmm. to teach them to make fire, no matter what. And that went on for like another 20, 30 years, and then finally people are like, fuck it. No lighter's fine, you know? Yeah. And we've gotten that hunting and preparing food. Right. People that we consider great chefs still have no idea how to capture, kill, drain the blood properly, clean the meat, and then prepare the food. You know, yeah. we're just like, yeah, I got this steak. It's all ready to fucking go. So off we go. Yeah. Mm. My grandma used to, sh I know how to drain a chicken, cut it. Do you off. really? Yeah, I used to really? go to the farm every summer in the Dominican Republic. So I know how to do that. I know where rice comes from. I, you know, like my parent, my grandparents had what, what you would call a general store. You know, they had the farm. So we'd have the eggs out and the rice and everything. But I mean, that's I so long the, ago. I love to see you down there, all fucking barefooted, oh, little hot ass sticking out of those <laughs> jean shorts, chicken blood running down her pants. Remember it was. Look, she's crazy. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> the Dominican Daisy Dukes, just chicken just shit fucking, and blood. Just fucking hot as shit. Fucking cruise ships are coming up. She's diving for quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I think I think we could figure it out as far as the stuff that moves society forward. Right. I mean, survival, I think everyone, if they really want to live, can figure out. Like if you have to survive, I think you were out in the woods, you figure it out. Or you die, either way. But the stuff that moves society forward, like penicillin or curing cancer, right. that stuff, I would just be like, you know, whatever, people are going to die of cancer. I <laughs> it, it is kind of... <laughs> I can't. It is kind of uh, disappointing that we have not like most of us live a life that we're not really overly giving back you know what i mean like if anything most of us are just taking from life itself yeah i put and, in like a dollar at saint patrick's cathedral that's then, what i do and then when we get back to the depression thing like here you take a guy like fez here you 
for 68 years, you've been on an easy cusp. You're living a, a richer life than, let's say, Cleopatra did. You know what I mean? Like, people uh -huh. fantasize about Cleopatra. Your life is a richer life than she lived. Than the kings and queens of people just even hundreds of years ago. And at the end of it, you're still like, but I didn't get what I really wanted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's almost everyone. You know, I didn't get what I really wanted. What was that? I wanted to have a number one album, a hit album. <laughs> really? That, that's it? That's the only thing you didn't get? <laughs> I really wanted 20,000 strangers to be cheering for me. You're not even a musician. Yeah. It's uh, a strange gift. People are insatiable. Um, let's go over here to, uh, let's go to Tony. Tony Armanifes. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah. Hey, I need, I need to talk to Dave, Mr. Great Wealth of Knowledge there. Go ahead, how you doing, Tony. Dave? Fantastic. So, let me get this straight. You've got a college degree, you're a dad, and your great contribution to the past is going to be go back and recreate the Pink Floyd album. Wonderful. Well, that was a different thing. That was triangle. That was prison. You know, come on. <laughs> Terry and Hoboken, you're a manifest. You know, the good irony in all this shit is um, back then there wasn't anywhere near the incidence of cancer or uh, heart disease scientists, you know, basically put together. But, really but guess why? You have to live long enough to get heart disease. You have to live long enough to get cancer. Cancer and heart disease are almost a matter of our successes. Mm. That you've been around so long that your heart could start to fucking break down. You know? Yeah. You've been able to put so much shit in your system that you got cancer. Because these fuckers were getting bit by goddamn snakes when they were eight. <laughs> and the weird thing, too, is like... It's not like 30 was old. 30 was still 30. It's just that there weren't many old people. So just occasionally some guy would live out there, and he would be like 80, but everybody he knew other than that was like 18. He'd be like, <laughs> no, seriously, I know you guys are faster and stronger than me. I've seen this shit. You're going to get fucking hurt. You're going to fuck this up. Trust me. Talk about creepy freak, like an 80-year-old back then. Well, that would just be like us knowing just one guy who was 400, 500, <laughs> right? <laughs> what the fuck are you? Well, isn't that what's adding what's also to, like, him? if you think about how people are saying, like, it's not changing and they want change, what's happening is people aren't dying, and so there isn't regime change. There isn't big, drastic new thoughts coming into society. Right. Just a bunch of people getting old, and they're all crotchety, and they don't want to share. <laughs> really? Like, <it's> yeah. Just, <laughs> they don't want to share a goddamn thing, so... <laughs> well, now we're getting to the point where you're, like, you're running into people like... Well, I haven't worked in 38 years, and I still want shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's been a long time. I haven't worked since Nixon. But I'm still going to vote. <laughs> For people like myself. We, we are just living so fucking long now. And like you you hear about somebody who dies when they're like 80, and you're like, oh my God, that's a shame. No, it's what not. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. He was it's 80. fine.
Maybe right. zombie movies are about old people, really. <laughs> <laughs> that old person back then could never prove that they were once young. Yeah. There wouldn't have been any photographs to show. You've well, just always been this creature. Well, here's the difference. <laughs> if you had somebody from, like, 400, they could tell you something now, and you'd be like, yeah, I read that in a book. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, those people, they didn't have books and shit. There was only one cat to tell them. <laughs> but I was there. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Well, Solera, it was wonderful seeing you. It was and, great being here. Thanks, guys. Uh, we hope you come back on Monday. We'll just uh, <laughs> we'll have you here Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Fez, you got anything you need to plug? The 202 Friends Twitter on Sunday night. That is, yeah. Be sure to check that out. Some great prizes, including uh, Guy Fieri signed book. That is uh, more dives, drive throughs and diners. And also, sign Carly Simon CD. Oh, it's going to be fun. Uh, Dave, you got anything you need to plug? Yes, I do. I just found out that there's going to be Shorty Awards tickets available for the ceremony, which I'm going to. Well, I will only go if I know that you win. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I'm going to if I'm going to win yet. Now, have you have they given you the tickets? Um, they have not given me the tickets, so I'm still a little bit up in the air about it. But so, what makes you say you're going to go? You won. I'm confident. I'm confident. Dave oh, won. Win. Win. Only alert the winners. David. 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 They didn't call me yet. Show yeah, only winners. the winners get invited. This is fucking great news, Dave. <laughs> we're so proud of you. All right. And sincerely, Fred from Brooklyn, we're glad you're well. We didn't know. Don't be yelling at, at Pepper over it, though. Uh, that's it for us. See you guys back in here on Monday. Oh, no, we won't be here on Monday. No, not Monday. That is President's Day. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. Satellite.